From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
the cross, the crucifixion, the loss we took for sinning, or Easter's back inscription, that it was written, that nothing is coincidence, they took our leaders and they lynched them, Right, right. 
you know what I'm saying? He yeah. said it was pretty much uh, do us a favor, do our country a favor, and let us know what kind of stuff is going on over there. He didn't say, oh, if you don't right. do, our, do this, then, you know, so, you know, we'll see what's going Ain't on. Ain't that what that, Biden uh, said? Ain't what Biden, didn't yeah. Biden do that? Biden no, had the, the prosecutor or whatever. That was, yeah, the prosecutor, mm-hmm. he told the president that, and, it, and you got to remember, too, that 2014, I believe it was 2014, yeah, they had that Olympics in Sochi, Russia, and um, mm-hmm. the U.S., I think I, I gave my theory on this before, all of a sudden you had that Malaysian flight just disappear. Mm-hmm. The Malaysian flight disappears, and the U.S. Um, ends up um, having the ability now to move their boat wherever they want to to look for this plane. So they're all the way over there in the um, Indian Ocean looking for a plane, the Malaysian flight 370 or 380, whatever it was, right? So um, they boxed in Russia. Russia's whole fleet, uh, naval fleet, is in the part of Ukraine called Crimea. Crimea is, uh, Russia's an inland country. Like, they don't have any um, real borders with water, except for at the top of the, at the top of Russia, or above Siberia and stuff. And that water stays frozen nine months out the year. So they can't move boats in and out of there. They put a boat there mm-hmm. that takes three, four years to repair, and they repair ships up there with their ports. But their ports to get into the Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean, down into the Pacific. One is in Crimea, which is in the Ukraine, and the other one is in Aleppo, which, oh, not Aleppo, Tardis, which is in Syria. So here you got the U.S. wanting to go into Syria, the whole ISIS thing. They had to shut Russia down, keep them boxed in. They boxed in their military, their Navy, into the, um, because the way you get out of the um, Crimea is you got to go through, I think it's the Black Sea, and then from the Black Sea you get up into the, the Straits of Gibraltar and you get into the Mediterranean Ocean where you could go through the Suez Canal and go down into the Indian Ocean or you go straight out into the Atlantic Ocean. That's how they move their whole military around. So um, either way, man, that's that's what I saw happening from the start over there. So the president, that, while that all was going down, the U.S. staged a coup in um, Ukraine and put the president they wanted in place there. And then that's in the whole time Putin can't do anything because he's hosting the Olympics and the whole world is looking at him and he'll look like a timer. He already knows their plan. So what he did was he put the, um, all his tanks and stuff on, um, on um, track the trailer trucks. And I know you, uh, you might remember the news showing old Putin is hiding his military as he moves into Ukraine. What he was doing was he was mm-hmm. taking back Crimea. He needed Crimea. That part, they speak Russian. That's the only part of Ukraine. They speak Russian. They deal with Russia. So he annexed it and brought it back under the Russian wing. And um, this was all done in retaliation to the U- U.S. staging a coup, putting their president, who they wanted in place in the Ukraine, who's, you know. So either way, that's what this whole thing is about. So while they have their president in place, Biden, makes a, you know, deal, get his son put on this board and all this stuff, and his son um, is now being investigated, and he told the president, who's a puppet of theirs, 
you know, we'll hold your aid if you don't fire the prosecutor looking at my son. And that's pretty much how that whole thing went down with Biden. I know mm-hmm. I took a long time to explain it. But, no, but know, that's, I mean, a lot, lot of people didn't know, so you explained it. And, and they were using Ukraine to laundry money, correct? Yes, yes. So, and the Ukraine is ruled by oligarchs. Ukraine is pretty much like Mexico. Mexico is ruled by the cartels, you know, the narco state. You know, and that's pretty much how Ukraine is ran. It's ran by a bunch of billionaire um, business people who, you know, have monopolies on certain things, and they deal with organized crime. And you know, and um, you know, that's the same thing in Russia. You know, it's the same thing with these people here. They just look. Everybody, yeah. You know what they do? Yeah. yeah. You know what they do? But they call those people oligarchs over there, and it's like they. They like um, Kaiser Sose, uh, you know, um, you know, all over in the, the European um, diaspora, they have a bunch of these mob type, you know, people. You know, it's it's ran, it's ran by a bunch of gangsters. So um, that's nothing different. Um, the dude I work with at my job, he's a um, cleaning guy now. These people come to New York, New York, to do um to do um. I'm trying to move to a quieter place to do um to do maintenance of janitorial work in the office building is a good job. You're talking about maybe a thirty dollar an hour job, and these people okay. from Albania, Serbia, you know, they have a monopoly on getting these jobs. As soon as they get off the plane, they, you know, it's like they get handed to them in the airport. They hand them the paperwork so they can fill out and they become a a janitor at these jobs. So this dude I work with who does the janitorial stuff, he's from Albania. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, white boy, but he can't speak English that well. You know, but, you know, he his kids are going to be white. You know what I mean? Because they're going to speak English mm-hmm. well, and he, he's white. So either way, you know, he's always, you know, he, they complain a lot. You know, always complaining about stuff, you know. But I, I just picked his mom. But, um, yeah, he was pretty much telling me how Albania is real ruled by a bunch of gangsters and um, where they live, where he lives at in Staten Island, that they set up the Albanian mob out there and that's who's running all the gambling and stuff out there now. So, you know, he's telling me a lot of stuff like that, just like out in Brooklyn, the Russian mob set up shop and they run all the rackets and stuff out there that the Italians used to run, you know. So these other yeah. people have come over, you know, and, and you know, don't think that's by Incident, all these are former Soviet Union countries that you know are now no longer part of the Soviet Union, and now they're 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 finally coming over to get their Ellis Island moment to come to the United States, and, and, you know, um, you know, be treated, you know, with, with some type of opportunity, you know. But either way, uh, you know, that's how. They so work what it. they do is they got a network going on then. Total network. Total network, yeah. and it's, it's it's and the same the the same the same is we don't have a network going on like this. Like I've never worked at a job where the black person only hires black people. You know what I'm saying? It's always they they trying to be multicultural, you know. But you know, I guess maybe they not in the opportunity to at that job or whatever they at. But you know, it, it's just like how they could just set it up where I can't get that job, but he can. He can't even hardly speak English, you know what I'm saying? But he's 
That's because she's part of that network. Yeah, and all all we got to do is just watch. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. make another wheel. Yeah, so this dude here, I mean, just to just further elaborate, right? He said he um he does the building I work at, he only does that for six hours a day. Comes twice a day to, to my floor and mops the bathrooms and, and you know, clean the inside of the toilet and everything. And um he does mm-hmm. the two women's bathroom, the the two men's bathroom and the handicapped bathroom and you know, he t- t- takes the garbage out the garbage can, so that I mean just you know what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, how much you get paid to do this? He's like, oh, I make $38 an hour. I'm like, you make $38,000? This is not my other job. I make $48 an hour. That's my main job. Mm-hmm. So he did six hours. And he got an eight-hour job at a um, residential building, you know, where he's getting $48 an hour. And he said, oh, yeah, my wife does the same thing. She works two hours there. And I'm like, man, you know, these people, they can kill him. You know, they don't even belong yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? But that's how they that's how smooth they operate in that. You know, so um mm-hmm. I can't wait till we get to that day where we could do the same thing. Because these is union jobs, like these is good jobs, you know what I'm saying? And um all the black people I know that work there, you know, they don't last too long, you know what I'm saying? They stay on their case and, and you know, pretty much make them either quit or they fire them for doing something they really didn't do, you know what I'm saying? They real racist with that. But we need to do the same thing. It's called nepotism. You know what I'm saying? Because I know in Michigan, you know, the unions here was ran. I mean, they might still be, but back when Hoffa and all them, they, it was all ran by mafia. Always. Unions is a mafia mm-hmm. operation, you know. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. really showing the power of people remember when the Europeans came here not the first set that colonialized it and the planters and you know the people that came here and killed our ancestors or around the time when they had um the the black renaissance and all this stuff they move in all these white people from um Italy and, and um Russia and Poland and um, Greeks and you know they start coming into Ellis Island. You know what I'm saying? He talked about the time like 1900, the late 1800s, the early 1900s, and um, they come here and they get some. They're really taking our jobs. You see what I'm saying? Because who else could do the work other than us? You know what I mean? So in these big cities, they come and they take these factory jobs, take the jobs away from us, and to keep us out. And to deal with the conditions, see, when we was in those jobs, we was under those terrible conditions. We was getting killed at these factories and stuff. They came together and said, oh, we're going to form a union to make them fix the conditions and also to keep them niggas from ever having these jobs again. So that's why it took almost, what, 70, 80 years before black people could get in some of those unions, you know, um, they have all around America. You know, it's sad, but that's how they did it. And, um, you know, that's how they operate things. And they still don't let us get in at a huge amount. And I still don't see too many black unions. Like, how come our mom... And leadership. Bloods and Crips. Why the Bloods and Crips haven't formed a union yet? You get one of the Crip union. Like, why are y'all still shooting each other over drugs and, and vendettas? You know what I'm saying? The Irish came here. They set up unions. They took power. Through the unions, they took it from gangster to 
And those was the biggest gangsters in the early 1900s was the Irish and the Jews. Mm-hmm. And both of them came in, took over stuff with their gangs, and flipped it into political power. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why they got all the political power they have now. We don't do that. We take our gangs to the... We still shooting each other over something that happened 30 years ago. It's like, what do you think? In order for that to work, you got to sit at the table with your enemy and say, yo, forget it, yo. We got you know, bigger plans, you know what I mean? But I well, don't know. They show, you that, they show you that in the gangster movies, you know, how oh, all the head mm-hmm. of the families always come together and they, and they negotiate. Mm-hmm. And you know the back in those days, a group of people that would be closely associated to the way we act would be the Italian. And the Jews came in, Maya Lansky and Arnold Wolfstein and them, and they said, "Listen, man, sit down. We're gonna show y'all how to do this thing here. You know what I'm saying? Form a commission. You know, put this boss here, put this boss there. You have a go-between. You call it a consigliere." He's a he can't be hit. He's not a killer. He just goes between the families. This is how they, this is how we operate. And they once they taught them that they was good money. You know what I'm saying? They understood the the, the role of the mob. But at first they was just running around what Saint Mass Saint Valentine's Day massacre, twenty people shot. You know they was doing all types of crazy stuff. And so they sat down and they figured out right, if nobody gets killed, we make more money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that, uh-huh. that's pretty much, you know, but we haven't learned that yet. Or at least, you know, put down out some of these um, 20, 30-year-old vendettas, you know. For, as far as I see, like, the, I, I was born in 77. I watched a documentary that said, you know, that was the year the Crips was formed or the blood, one of them. And I'm like, man, you know, that stuff been around this long. And, you know, they, they're still neighborhoods you know, fighting over stuff that's 30 or not could imagine in Chicago with their, you know, getting set up and even here in New York with certain neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just needs to stop and we need to look at the bigger picture, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, and especially with all of the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the drug money that's in the hood, you know, they can, I mean, like a lot mm-hmm. of guys, they did take their women's and open up. Like in Detroit, it's a lot of barbershops and hair salons and car washes. And, you know, they did mm-hmm. do that, but they needed to, like you say, take it a step further. Yeah, yeah. We've been watching um, these blacks do that for years. You know, they're really lucky they might open a bar. You know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. or or, mm-hmm. or um, you know get a license right. for it somehow. But that's not how many people can you employ at a barbershop? You know what I'm saying, right? And right. If, if five or six of those people who said, "Oh, I'm gonna take this money and invest it in a barbershop," came together and said, "Yo, let's make a barber black barber franchise," you get what I'm saying? That you're gonna right. you know get a couple of rappers, you're gonna show us cutting their hair. You know, maybe do a reality show with a you know barbers ink or something. You know what I'm saying, and yeah, try to make yeah. it work. You know, but it, you know it's gonna take us to come together to do that. Cause I'm looking at even now, like um, some of the the people I watched growing up in in hip hop. 
And I know they, you know, either have money or they have money now. And they all have these similar ideas where they're trying to um, start a, a, a television company or, you know, they want to make movies. They want to own a music, mm-hmm. you know, something. Or they, they will, um, like, even, like, check this out. I was just looking the other day, right? I've been really big, bad on this rap group from Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York. Okay. Now, they don't make music that I think would be uh, worthy of playing on this show. It's, it's kill you. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's gangster music. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. So it reminds me of the music from when I grew up. So I've been listening to these brothers, and they're a little older. They, they like, in their late 30s. So they're not like young kids. They're more mature, you know what I'm saying? And they understand, you know, this, this is the formula. They don't care if they get on the radio and all this stuff like that. But I um mm-hmm. just been checking them out, and I'm watching how one of the brothers, how he moves. Now, he calls his albums. Um, first one was called Hitler with Hermes. And I'm like, yo, you know, that's the illness. He had a picture of Hitler on the cover, and it was like, yo, this is crazy. You know, this brother put Hitler on his album cover, the name of the album and then it's just a straight gangster rap album you know he ain't talking about him mm-hmm. or nothing on it it's just you know just just a, a promotional catch to get you and then i find out yo this from him doing this he did like eight of these albums called hitler where term is and hitler's back and all this stuff like that and um they started putting murals of this rapper up over in europe because he's like the biggest thing ever over there his name is west side mm. gun and uh, he started. He took that idea and then he started making this um this clothing line where where he would take the wrestlers from WWE and he would put them in like some designer clothes or something, you know, on the shirt, you know, just like Photoshop it. But you know, it's a it was an ill concept, you know what I'm saying? Razor Ramon in a in a in a in a PR Cardin suit or something, you know what I'm saying? It was just crazy. But mm-hmm. either way, these these things were selling. And he was selling them for a crazy high price. It was like, man, this dude is really thinking. So I just read an article the other day where him and Master P, are you familiar with Master P? I know you had to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, him and Master P. Uh, Master P owns his own wrestling um, company, like WWF. Mm-hmm. Like, he owns his own wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's called Hog Wrestling. And, um, you know, when this brother... Westside has invested with Master P into this wrestling franchise. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we need to be doing. We need to be working together. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for everyone not to invest in that. You know what I'm saying? And make it something totally better than what the Because we could do that. You know what I'm saying? But, right. you know, so to me, this is progress. You know, I saw that brother, and he's very conscious because um, on a few of his albums, he had, I don't know if you're familiar with A.A. Rashid um, from yeah. Brooklyn, the brother who breaks down the Kabbalah. Yeah. He up the Kabbalah. Right. And um, he's right. been on the albums, like, just talking conscious stuff, you know what I'm saying, and, and encouraging stuff, you know, like giving the brother props, but dropping some science in the in the message, you know, some consciousness, you know. And I'm like, oh, these brothers are conscious, you know. Their music mm-hmm. is far from conscious. But I, I was okay. excited, you know, to hear A.A. Rashid on the album. So um, I, I like how they're working together. That that would be um, a real blow to the power structure if we start working together 
and not working with them. See, we don't need them to be involved. You know, we got uh, people with enough money now. They could let go of daddy's hand and go to the park by themselves now. You know what I'm saying? There's no mm-hmm. reason for mm-hmm. Puffy to partner, I mean, um, Jay-Z to partner with the NFL when him and all these um, music executives could have probably came out with a different type of football product, like that three-on-three league or something, you know what I'm saying? And just came out with it on their own. Y'all don't need to partner with these people, you know? I know it won't be the same money they're Ice making. Cube, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Didn't Ice Cube do something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. That's, that's what I was that's talking not, about, okay. the three-on-three league. Okay. Yeah, but Ice Cube is a... Um, some white dude, some white Jew owns that, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. they put him at the forefront. But he owns a piece of it. But um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really um proud of that brother for what he's done with that because giving all these old players a platform and players who probably never would have been heard of or seen a chance, you know, it, it's it's good. Um, but that that took me all the way off if <laughs> I started talking about rap music. <laughs> um, um. Rain throws customers so, under the bus. Oh, go ahead, Beth. I'm sorry. What What was the name of that group again? You just was telling us about. Oh, their name is Griselda. The we are, Oh, the conscious from the group A. Rashid. You mean? No, I know him, but the one you oh, were okay. talking about, how they they conscious, but they they talk gangster. Oh, okay, yeah. His name is um. The name of they they just dropped the album. Um, they've been they've been out since. Well, I've been I could trace them back to like 2016 with you know the music, and um, they just finally signed a major deal, and they dropped the album mm-hmm. on Shaky Records, um, which is owned by Eminem. So they put an album okay. out on Eminem's label, which is big for them. You know what I'm saying? Coming from independent to having Eminem say, "Yo, I, you know, I want y'all on my label." And he gave them full creative control of the album. And um, mm-hmm. I was listening to an interview. They didn't use any same, um, samples. They made all the music in the studio, which is almost unheard of in these days. You know, no no sample boards, you know. But, um, yeah, so their name is Griselda, G-R-I-S-E-L-D-A. Um, that's the name of the group that just dropped the album on Shady okay. Records. But yeah, the guy in particular I was yeah, talking about his his name is West Side Gun with two ends. West Side Gun. He's okay. it's three members of okay. Griselda. He's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Remind okay. me of the Wu Tang type of Wu Tang mm. mixed with Ozzy. You know, like that type of Ozzy. Okay. Um. Um. Ring throws customers under the bus with after data breach. Now remember, Ring. I've been talking about them all year. This is that um, right. thing that you put on your doorbell. The police have access to it. And so um, just a week after hackers broke into Ring Camera in a child's bedroom, torturing the child and sparking serious concerns about the company's security practice practices, BuzzFeed News is reporting that 3,600 Ring owners, Ring owners' email addresses, passwords, camera locations, and camera names were dumped online, this including camera recordings of private spaces in their house. I don't know we went through this last week, but there was a little girl. She was in her room. Um, 
her mother put a ring in the room so she could watch her. Watch the, she was three little girls, but um, she had, you know, like let's say you have three daughters, they, you know, they share a room. And um, the father mm-hmm. works during the day. The mother works at night. She put a ring in the room so that way she could monitor them at night, make sure that they sleep while her husband sleep. you know, make sure the girls are good. Or they got to go to mm-hmm. the bathroom or something. She could talk to them through the ring camera. And all of a sudden, some random guy started talking to one of the daughters. And it was like this creepy, you know, guy, like, who are you? And he just started asking her silly questions and, very pedophilish, but he could see everything this little girl was doing. He was describing what she was wearing and, you know, when she moved, he knew she moved because he was looking at her through the ring. He hacked into their Wi-Fi, and being that he was in their Wi-Fi line, he could see anything that's going on in their Wi-Fi, and he was able to hack right into the ring, look at the daughter while she, you know, and who knows how long he was Mm -hmm. in there looking at these little girls getting dressed, undressed, Tape, probably taping it to sell it on, you know, sell those pictures on, you know, sick people. So, um, you know, just saying ring this week, 3,600 people, uh, their email addresses, passwords, camera location, and camera names were dumped online, including recordings of the recordings made inside their homes. So if you have a ring, um, you know, I don't, I wouldn't get one <laughs> But uh, if you have one, you know, if you, I wouldn't use it inside my house, you know. Keep it on the outside yeah. of your doorbell. You know, you don't – if someone wants to hack your doorbell and, um, you know, that's one thing. Maybe they'll know when you're home or not, and they might break in when you leave or something. But to have someone looking in your house when you, at your private moment nah. is not, you know. Um, this story, man, yeah, I had to, I, I like it. I like it for the outside because, like, uh, a family member have one, and they just have it on the outside. And I know I had to go and get something, and they were able to open up the the garage for me so I could get what I had to get and come back out. And they were sitting right there. You know, they they had the garage to Mm -hmm. open up, and they were sitting right there watching me. But they just have it for the outside. Absolutely. But just if they were able to open their garage with it, so can the hacker, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's uh, one of those, okay. you know. Yeah. But, if, you know, it's no, really no way to secure. Most people don't have a VPN or something, you know, like something like unless you're going on the dark web or something, you don't have the stuff to secure your signal, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um Surveillance footage of, I had to send this to Dr. X, and I was cracking up. Mm-hmm. Surveillance footage of Epstein's first alleged suicide attempt is going missing. And if you remember the first time when he was uh, trying to commit um, suicide, they claimed he was committing suicide. Um, they sent him to um, a cell with this um, former officer who had killed four people named Tartaglione. And Dr. X was calling him on uh, Officer Tear Your Ass Up. That's what on um, Officer of uh, the. But either way, this was the first attack, which wasn't. This this guy was trying to kill Epstein. This wasn't no suicide attack. They put in the murderer to kill him, take him out the first time. And that was this officer. And it, it just mysteriously has gone missing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, doesn't surprise me at all, Bev. Um, mm hmm. 
this um article my man sent me today and it blew my mind and then I started looking into it and the more research I was doing it wasn't blowing my mind too much anymore. But uh, it says it is hot in here. China's artificial sun that is six times hotter than the real sun will be ready this year and could generate unlimited energy. Okay. Um Incredible structure that will be capable of reaching 100 million degrees Celsius, six times hotter than the sun at the center of its core. Scientists hope that this artificial sun will help harness the power of nuclear fission. This would be bring humanity a step closer to creating unlimited clean energy by mimicking reactions that naturally occur inside the sun's proper. Okay. Um. Now, now that that like, sounds like a weapon to me. Yeah. Well, it, I looked into this, Bev, and blew my mind because this is the first time I saw this article, right? And then the name of the thing that China's building is called East. The name of the sun is called a top a mat. T O K A M A K. Okay, and it don't look like no sun. So I'm like, what is this? It, it, it kind of is like a donut, you know, but on the inside, being on the inside of a donut, you know, with, with the hole is... But either way, I said, well, let me look into this, and it says the E stands for Experimental Advanced Superconducting Takamak, okay? And this is what struck me as interesting. The project was proposed in 1996 and approved in 1998. So you see how far ahead, you see how far back this goes. According to the 2003 schedule, Construction was completed, however, in March 2006. So this was, they've had this thing since 2006. And how far along they've gotten with it, they have gotten to phase two. Phase one, which was September 2006, plasma was achieved, first tested, the first test lasted nearly three seconds. It generated electricity current of 200 kilo. Amperes, okay, and then um, the last part of phase one ended in 2011 when East became the first tokamak to successfully sustain H mole plasma for over 30 seconds at 50 Kelvin. So, uh, once they reached phase one, they got into phase two, which was November 2011, um, where they cut the ribbon and began phase two. Um, and the last entry they have from phase two, which they just finished, was on November 12, 2018, East reached this milestone of 100 million degrees Celsius. So this thing can already produce the heat of the sun that the article saying that it's, go- it's getting to reach. The actual research said it did, they did it already in 2018. So um, what this will do is if they put this on, it will start taking um, the energy from the, the natural energy in the air 
um, the radiation and um, pulling it into this machine and harnessing it. And they're going to use the Earth's natural magnetic field to keep that energy stuffed in this machine while they constantly are heating it up and heating it up and heating it up. So essentially, this is just going to be a big nuclear reactor, like um, yep. Fukushima, ready to blow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but the only difference is if this nuclear reactor blows, we all go. You know, this is that's how much power they're harnessing. But of course, the U.S. won't be undone. Lockheed Martin is making their own right now, um, and theirs is supposed to be twice as big as China's. So, you know, they they won't so they, be undone. they got these nuclear, they got the, no wonder the uh, president talking about the space war. So they got these nuclear things. So where are they putting them at? Out in space? No, this is going to be in China. Uh, they got a region of China that's going to harness this machine. And the only people that will live in this region will be people that work on this machine. Um, I'll tell you the name of the region. No, it's going to be on the ground. Um, if you look at it, mm. this Taka mat, the United States has about 30 of them right now. They just haven't been able to get this far advanced with them yet. But um, it's something that looks like Epcot Center uh, in Disney World. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. It, yeah, it's going to be on the ground, you know, it's, it's, but it's going to be huge, like Epcot Center, you know, a big, you know, super huge structure that's going to be, in the inside, it's going to be like a donut, you know, like um, you could go around the outside, but the middle isn't there, you know. It's, it's, if you look at it, it's called the Taka Mat. It's so, I'm looking at it, say, wow. I see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. it's going to be something that's going to be on new, Earth. And I that's hope. what they say. They say it's a reactor, so that's a nuclear reactor. Exactly. Exactly. With enough power to give the whole world energy, just one reactor. Like, why do you need that? You know, you got the sun right there, but, um, you know, these people stop. Like I say, sound like a weapon to me. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, like I said, my man sent that to me. It brought me back to this old story that I remembered, and it says China is launching a fake moon into the sky. So this is actually going to be off the Earth. And um, in a move that is certainly not the first step toward Elysium-type society where the haves rule the stars and the have-nots blunder about below, China is launching an artificial moon into the sky Made from satellite-coded reflective material, the moon will glow into the night, illuminating the streets and cutting down on electricity used from streetlights. China's Chinese state media reports, if it all goes according well, the first moon will be launched over the city of Chengdu and in the Sichuan province in March 2020. So this is going to be popping up in the sky um, next year. They're going to put an artificial moon into the sky to illuminate the streets at nighttime so they don't have to use um, street lights. And it looks like an actual ball, like a big ball in the middle of the sky. Everywhere you look, you're going to look up and see this ball. Um, the problem is this is going to throw off everybody's cathedral vision. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you're not supposed to sleep with a light on. You know, it's like it's going to throw off your, your timing and everything, which is right on point with fourth dimension. It's going to deal with time and light, and that's what this thing is going to do. Um, so when I saw they got a fake sun, which isn't really a sun, I said, man, but they do really have a fake moon that they're going to put in the sky, and it's supposed to have, like, this real strong Wi-Fi signal and everything with it, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's supposed to, they, they're claiming that it's going to bring over 50 million people, tourists to that province, you know, because it's all built for tourism and stuff. Beautiful city, you know, like, you know, how, you know how China's cities look like more modern versions of New York and Chicago, you know, where all the buildings are brand new as opposed to a bunch of old buildings, you know, because they only built it the last 30 years. But um, this story here, Bev, I was happy when I read this one. And um, this happens in New York. New York authorities charged 96 MS-13 members and associates the largest takedown in New York State history. Declare the gang now inoperable. Um, New York prosecutors took down nearly 100 MS-13 gang members associated with the largest takedown of a violent gang in New York history. MS-13 is a violent San El Salvadorian gang known for brutally murdering, kidnapping, and raping women and girls, extortion, and terrorizing neighborhoods. Um, I'm glad that they made this move here in New York because um, from what I understand uh, in certain areas, not in the city so much, but like out in Long Island and upstate, it, that this gang is um, pretty big and, 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 you know, harming a lot of black people. They're all Mexican or El Salvadorian, you know what I'm saying? So you can't have New York turn into California, you know what I'm saying? Gotta, right, gotta right. Got be some order in here somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that um these liberals here are finally, you know, getting rid of some of these people. And I'm sure that Trump has something to do with making sure that happens because, you know, um uh, I know in North New Jersey, the main initiation for this MS thirteen was to go shoot somebody and they was walking around shooting black people. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it turned into a little mini war you know, between the black people and the the, the Mexican-looking people out there for a little while. But that was like 2015, 2014, when I first got, they first came up on my radar. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm glad that they're, um, they're getting rid of them. Build a wall, that's what I say. Um, Amazon. But, but do I don't show think that that's no mm-hmm. accident. You know that 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 was organized too. Them gangs. Oh yeah, that I came think so. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They're very organized. For what they're all over the country too. Like this gang is super. Yeah. Big. And um, they rule. Like you know, let's just say you set up an area here. You know, with their people, and then they control the people in that area because they could harm the people back home. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. whoever's yeah. here can make a call, and that whatever they need carried out in, in San Salvador gets carried out. So people here are pretty much like they slaves, you know what I'm saying, that came from their country, you know, because they're afraid to have their mama's house get shot up or something, you know? So, um, right. yeah, they're a very violent game. And um, 
come from a violent country, you know, it's no joke here. Um, I had a dude I used to work with, man, Duwate. He was from down mm-hmm. there, and um, he would go home every um, so often. He would go home, and he said that, you know, there he's considered rich because he's from. He works up here. They think everybody from up here is rich, so he has to pay. Mm-hmm. He got to pay two shooters to walk around with him. You know, he pays them a hundred dollars for the two week trip while he goes see his moms and his family, and um, they they walk around with him with the shoddy. You know, so he he's, wow. he's safe. You know what I'm saying? Because he says if they not with him, he's gonna get robbed. You know, and possibly killed. Mm. for ransom. You know, like so. Um, he had to find the gang members to to hook him up. So, you know, that's how they work things there. Um. Can't do a show without talking about Amazon, even though we already talked about their product called Ring. Um, Amazon is the, its own biggest mailman, shipping 3.5 billion parcels. As Amazon.com Inc. works to speed orders and custom, to customers' doorsteps before Christmas, the e-commerce giant is touting an accomplishment that would have seemed absurd just a few years ago. Amazon is now the, its own biggest carrier. In the U.S., delivery contractors and on-demand workers now account for the majority of the deliveries to customers. Amazon spokeswoman said globally approximately half of Amazon deliveries are completely um, done by Amazon Logistics, a network of the company, the network that the company built in recent years to handle the surge of deliveries that United States Parcels Service, that's UPS, FedEx, and the United States Postal Service were unable to handle. So um, Amazon delivers 3.5 billion packages this year on their own. Um, That to me is pretty amazing because they're showing now the stock of UPS is FedEx is going down dramatically. Mm-hmm. When this report dropped today, it's like their stock fell. I mean, like you could get some, their stock was probably $50, $60. It went down to about 26 Like it, it went down wow. um, as a result of um, this report coming out because now Amazon don't need you. They're pretty much saying like we, we could deliver half our packages and we work it towards Delivering the other half too, so um, yeah, you know we don't need y'all anymore. So um, I thought that was and, interesting. And, and and I can you know I'm just looking at my hood. I see an Amazon truck every day, especially now during the holiday season. They're just getting bigger and bigger. Eventually, yeah, they, I think yeah. they're, they're going to say they need to be broken up, but you know that's eventually. Mm-hmm. I still see the UPS truck, but I'm seeing the Amazon. It's just as many Amazon trucks to me. It looks like as the UPS truck, because I'm looking at when they come on my street every day. I'm seeing an Amazon truck. Yeah, and a lot of them are private contractors, so yeah, you know, they, yeah. They, they yeah. get a contract as long as they have the vehicle, you know, I guess if yeah. Amazon might have to inspect it or whatever and they can do their thing. Yeah. So um yeah. You know, Amazon's been the 
biggest game changer, you know, I think of all the companies, um, you know, Apple with the iPhone, of course, um, which started that mm-hmm. whole thing. But I think Amazon with um, the logistic work of um, getting packages to you, um, connecting people to all these different sites that, you know, they just put on their site. That's all these stores, you know, and you got all these options. And then next thing you know, they add Amazon Prime. And, you know, it just started out as a bookstore, you know, then the Kindle, yeah. and then they do fire. And yeah. then, you know, they yeah. just keep growing. They came out with a cell phone a few years ago. It didn't sell. So they just chucked that plan. But everything else they've done, I mean, they, they've hit the hit the, the jackpot with. In fact, the mm-hmm. stock doing the best on Wall Street this week, I noticed, was Tesla, um, Elon Musk's company. I mean, it's up to 400 dollars a share. I said, oh, shoot, Tesla's about um, double, um, you know, the shares of some companies you think are much bigger than them, you know what I'm saying? But just to put it in perspective, mm-hmm. Tesla is 400 They sell cars. They're $400 a share. You ever seen a Tesla, Ben? Oh, yeah, I see them. Do you see them as much I as you I heard that they don't. Well, down south, I see more of them than I do uh, in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw a lot of them when I was down south. Um, General Motors and Ford and Chrysler, they sell millions and millions. I think um, General Motors in particular is like 10 million cars a year. Like, mm-hmm. and Tesla... Tesla could sell about hundred thousand. General Motors stock is about thirty dollars, and Tesla's is four hundred. You know, because it ain't about the car; it's about what Tesla created is a data collecting machine. You sit in that car, and everything you do, they're monitoring because they're creating a system where the cars drive themselves. So they need all the information from people they can get, so they could figure out the machine to figure out how to do it by itself. So that's why Tesla is worth so much. It's not so much of the product they have. It's the information mm-hmm. they're collecting. Because that information they've been able to put into these algorithms. Tesla was the first one to have cars that drive themselves. Now, they're not 100% safe right now because none of no car that drives itself is going to be accident-free until all cars drive themselves. Now, once all the cars are driving themselves, you can't have an accident because they're programmed not to have an accident. Just like any computer is programmed to turn but off that toolbox. They, they, they can be hacked then too, can't they? They they can be hacked right now, but once the five G goes up, they can't. You know, you're gonna have to oh. encrypt that thin line signal. That's only gonna be a true a millionth of a millimeter long. I mean, the only people that would be able to hack it would be, like, the government, you know, like, people mm-hmm. that, you know, have their hands on the button. But, um, yeah, once the 5G okay. goes up, it can't be hacked, you know. Um, yeah. Hold on. I got a text. Let me just see if somebody was saying I think I couldn't be heard or something. No, nah, that was enough. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I thought that the fact that this company that can't even sell as many cars, you know, like, Four hundred dollars a share, you know, like that's crazy. Mm. And he, you know, the guy stays in trouble. 
You know, like we say, he's <laughs> hanging out with the witches. You know, like, you yeah. know, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I ain't mad at him. <laughs> oh, not at all, man. He making his money. <laughs> about that part. Um, um, and he just uh, launched that, man, I forget the Starlink. It's called Starlink. The 60, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, the first one pushed out was 30, 30 satellites. They they just shoot out, shoot out of space, and then they just um drop out of his spaceship one by one into formation, and they form what you call a satellite constellation. So um, mm. what he wants to do is that create an internet that's strictly through the satellite system he has, and uh, he put it out of space last month. I mean, he really did it. Um, space like okay. uh, brother. Um, uh, brother Kensu was saying the other night with the Jedi and everything. Um, mm-hmm, see, space is mm-hmm. that space is that fifth dimension. That's that darkness. You know, it's dark mm-hmm. out of space. You got to go through that dark ladder right. to travel. That's right. So that's where they're going, right? You know, they're gonna be there by 2030 because the technology that will start to advance as we get closer to the fifth dimension, which I believe is 2030. And once we get there, mm-hmm. you're gonna they're gonna say. We could get to Mars. We could get to Saturn. You know, they're going to have their technology together. But the first people that go, they ain't going to ever come back. You know what I'm saying? It ain't a round trip. To, it, um, you know, it ain't round trip yet. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. it's one way go. You know, you're going to go. Some won't make it. You know, it's just the testing phase. But there's a bunch of people who have signed up to go to these places and never come back and be the guinea pigs. Um Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple is reportedly entering the satellite business, taking SpaceX and Amazon. So Apple is also putting their now of course SpaceX, like I said, that's Elon Musk. He put up his satellite constellation. Amazon is putting theirs up next. Okay, theirs is called uh, their space program, I believe it's called Blue Horizon or Blue Origin. And they have their own satellites, their own spaceships. Um, you don't even hear about this stuff, but they're super huge. Bezos is super big and rested. And the third one is um, Paul Allen from uh, Microsoft. He owns another huge one. That they're all competing with each other to be the first people to rule space because that's the next dimension. And um, right. also, um, the other person in that competition is that dude, Richard Bronson, the... the um, Pedophile dude from um, London. Um, uh, he he owns Virgin, Virgin Records, Virgin Phone, oh, Virgin. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. just put a hotel in Las Vegas, the Virgin Hotel or something on the Strip. Okay, yeah. He yeah. he he has his own um, spaceship company too. He's in that race with them. You know, very well yeah. invested in that. And um. I'll get into some of the, the prior topics, Bev. Do we have any callers? Yes, we do. Uh, the number, again, to call is 323-642-1586 if you want to uh, sit at the round table and push number one. Okay, 404-259. Greetings, greetings. How the family doing? How you doing, Sister Bev? Great, great. Brother Rio. Greetings, Brother Thomas. How you doing, brother? Doing good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm getting worked. <laughs> My fingers are to the bone. Got 
because I'm part of that Amazon force that's delivering all these packages, man. It's peak season. Yeah. <laughs> they got us. Y'all they got busy. us hopping, bro. They yeah. got us hopping. So yeah, I can relate to what you're saying, man. Cause yeah, <laughs> y'all ordering a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, what happened to making y'all Christmas, Christmas yeah. presents? People don't make uh, arts and crafts no more. They don't. They don't. They don't do that no more. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> No, we go right. I wanted them people that do not go to the mall. I go right on the, on the internet. <laughs> No, I've been getting the other end of that, man. Nah, you ain't going to see too many Teslas up there. Shoot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no. It'd be in the shop all the time. (laughs) I heard that they they don't repair them. I don't know. Is that true or not? That you just have to go get another one or something? No, they they treat it like with your insurance, right? Um, Bill. Mm but place it before they'll repair it. You know, you, you, yeah, you okay, insure it. Okay. It's a small way, you know. In my opinion, I know um, Dr. X is like, I have a friend who has one. And, I mean, it's the best car I've ever driven in. And he hit the gas, and my head went back like that. I said, oh, shoot, my heart jumped to the back wow. of my chest. I mean, I was like, man. And he said, man, that was in regular mode. Let me put it in the other mode. I said, you got another mode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, man, so I'm straight out the future. Um, but from what I understand, if he like, um, uh, if he has like a problem, because it's not like a regular car, you can't like. Um, yeah. How many people you know that could fix cars, Rio? I mean, you know people that if you got a problem with your car, they could probably change the gasket for you. They could change the transmission for you or something. You know, but Tesla mm-hmm. don't got a transmission and a gasket. It's some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? You need a but this this brother, his name is um his channel I'll tell you the name of the channel, I'm gonna look it up. He's a black dude and he's the Tesla doctor. So what he's mm-hmm. done is he he figured out how to uh he wanted a Tesla bad. Teslas are expensive. So he wanted one real bad, so he went and found the Tesla that was in fully good condition. However, it was in a flood. It was in like one of those hurricanes, and um, it flooded the bottom. And once those stuff got wet on the inside, it was a wrap. Cause it's like a computer. You know what I'm saying? So he took that Tesla, and he went and found a Tesla that had a front end collision. And he took all the pieces that were good from the back of it, and he found one that had a rear end collision. And took all the pieces that were good from the front of it, put it in his garage, and he started putting it back together. And he made a fully functional. He's the first person to do it, and now he just does it. And he got he done made about twenty, thirty Teslas. And he got a video where he took the Tesla engine and put it in the Audi. And the Audi was like the Tesla. I was like, oh, he's killing it. Uh, he was the he the modern day alley mechanic. Yeah, he's like he's like the real Tesla. He's killing it. Like oh, his brother. He's like a, a regular black dude. I'm gonna send you um the link to his videos, Bev, and we mm-hmm. um. Bill, you probably seen him. I think I might have sent it to you before, brother. Yeah, yeah, he breaking down. He doing his thing. He doing it. And he was getting uh, he was getting static from the company because they don't want anybody else to know how to how to how to integrate yeah. the technology. They better he pay him. gonna have he gonna have a retrofit business. I mean, you know, if he if he know and understand it like that, you know, he's gonna be able to, you know. Update some cars with with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. 
To me, that's the future. Anyone who could take the cars from today, because pretty soon we all know that the, the cars of yesterday. Like, I remember a car was big. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no little thing. It was a big, giant thing. And now we're down to these little cars. They all have these chips in them. You know, less and less cars that don't have the chip on the road. Pretty Once they have self-driving, it becomes the law. Right, you're not going to be allowed to drive your own car anymore. Okay, that the car's the the person driving. So whoever can retrofit those old cars to the new standards is going to be make a killing. If you could make a Cadillac Fleetwood and put a Tesla engine in it or an electric engine in it and have it with a computer pack that you know has the the ability to do the own GPS and drive itself, you're going to be a killer. Because that's going to be the mandate. Like they did over in uh, Cuba. When they went over there, when Obama and them went over there, the, the guys went crazy when they saw them old cars just riding around really good. Pristine condition. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. The engines of those cars died out years ago. Uh, Russia... Yeah. Took the attractors like they got good tractors in Russia because they got a lot of land. Like Russia is like four times the size of the United States, um, and um, they took the tractor engines over to Cuba. And them brothers figured out how to fit those tractor engines in them old cars, and they got them up mm-hmm. and running again. Yeah. Yep. I want to chime in. About- uh, oh, go ahead, brother. I want to chime. I want to chime in on uh, this uh, artificial sun that uh, these countries are supposed to be making. I just got one question. If the sun is so hot and you got these things that are burning two, three, four, thirteen times hotter than the sun, what material do we have that's standing up to that kind of heat? That's why I say it's a weapon. The only material I know that can stand up to that heat is graphene, you know, which mm-hmm. is it's called graphene or graphite. It comes from graphite. That's the chemical, um, okay. the element. And um, that's what they're supposed to be making the batteries out of in the phones, the, your screens for your phones. Everything's supposed to be made out of this. It's like this super material made out of nanoparticles. That, that they put together, they make little hexagrams, and um, um, the hexagrams like piece together like a web, you know what I'm saying? But this material, you can't penetrate. In fact, it's so strong that if they put little prefabricated holes in it, they could shoot uh, ocean water through it at a high speed, and they'll filter the ocean water because nothing can get through those holes that's bigger than a certain... You know, it's so strong, even water won't even break through it. It's just super strong. Um, In the comic books, they call it vibranium. But it's called graphene in real life. So how come we haven't heard them experiment with this? I mean, you know, they ain't made no probes. How come they haven't probed the actual sun? How come they haven't probed, sent the probes down into any kind of volcanoes? I mean, we just ain't heard no experiments of anything that, you know, they're withstanding that kind of heat. And all of a sudden they're coming up with, yeah, we got, uh, we got you know, these artificial suns that are going to be out online by the middle of next year. 
And, you know, so, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it just ain't adding up to me. Yeah, I, uh, hopefully it ain't it ain't true. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. But you know the problem with China is if it is true, and this is coming from reliable sources, like you can you could Google it. You know what I'm saying. But if it is true, um, you know it's no regulation in China. They could do whatever they want to do. It. You know what I'm saying. They who gonna you know like. They they experiment I mean, with they, stuff they're not supposed to. They're unethical, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but I mean, the U.S. Got, is working on got, one too. You you got most of the people on the planet who can barely take one son. How how you gonna? <laughs> I think they're gonna the, the heat from you know multiple sons. I, you know, they ain't gonna be able to take that kind of heat. They can't. They can't. Nah. That's where I, that's where I think. Um, you know, um, I should send that article to my man Imhan DC. You know, Imhan DC is up on them chemtrails, and he said this is why they're blocking out the sun. They done created another one for the earth, and they could block out the real sun, so these people don't have to be under it. And I said, I hope he ain't true, but you know, like I mean, that sounds plausible for what these people would try to do. You know, they got they got this thing called Project Lucifer, right? And they will. They wanted to blow up Saturn and block this sun out, and blow up Saturn to be the new sun. You know what I'm saying? They figured Saturn to burn for a hundred thousand years, and by then they'll figure out another plan. But th- this is really what the plan was that these people wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they they know they can't take this sun. They're trying to get up out of here, to move further away from it. You know what I mean? So. You know, if, if they could put an artificial sun here, uh, you know, China being the um, the, the industrious-minded people, like, man, we could give these crackers an artificial sun. You know how much money we'll make from them, you know? So who knows, man, you know? But, but they are already blocking the sun. They already because exactly. if you up in the, air, in the airplane, the sun is shining real bright. And then just, it's this blanket, this white blanket with no... You know, clouds, you have holes mm-hmm. in them. You know, you have. But when you up there in that airplane, you will get to a certain area and you will see this blanket look like a cloud. But it's really not. And that sun don't penetrate mm-hmm. through it. But up in the sky, the sun is shining bright when you're above the clouds. But up under them, you don't see no sun, Harley. And I think, and they really got that up north in Michigan up when I was down south, I didn't see it that much when I was up in the plane. So they got it down here. Just believe they got it down here. They got it down there too. And it wasn't as oh. thick or as because I could see the difference when I was above the clouds. Especially in the summertime. They mm. yeah, ease up a little bit in the winter, but uh, in the summertime, yeah, it'd be thick. And it blocks out the sun. Yeah, I mean, it, you can see the crisscrosses, and then it just expands, and then, you know, you get this fake quick rain for about 5, 10, 15 minutes. And then, uh, you know, then it's just cloudy. It just, it's a different feel to it. Oh, it yeah. It just feels artificial. Uh, you, 
Thank you. Yeah, it is. When, you, when you're in the plane, you can see it, really see it better from above it than you can below it. Yeah, I yeah, ain't buying it. Uh, now that fake moon thing, that moon <laughs> thing, uh, that seems a little bit more plausible, you know, because all you really need is a reflector, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you can make an artificial light source, but I mean, all they really got to have is some some reflector. Yeah, well, this isn't gonna be a light source, man. This is gonna be a huge nuclear reactor, you know what I'm saying? And they already got those on the planet. Um, nuclear reactors, you know, whatever they use to build the ones they got now, I'm sure they just probably double the thickness of it, you know, but I mean, they got nuclear reactors on every continent almost. Um, got one right here in New York, you know, the, um, I don't think it's active anymore, but you know, Three whatever they use, some like that, that. It's some, it's some up here, I know that they say if it ever blows, you know, we're done, but you know, um, yeah, I mean, y'all yeah, have one out there um, in, in Michigan as well. But there's nuclear mm-hmm. reactors all over this, this country, and this is nothing more than just a, a more powerful nuclear reactor. I'm quite sure that they can um, harness that energy by just sticking in the walls and things of that nature that they already use to harness that energy, you know, and hope it doesn't blow. Like Because this, uh, this comic that you're talking about, it's saying that it's got 15 nuclear fusion reactors. Yes. And it looks like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so in the way it's shaped like a, if you look at the, like on um, Britannica, Wikipedia, look at the the concept of it, it's a donut. So I guess they figure they can harness that energy around in a donut shape is, hollow out the middle and do something with that. Like, I don't know how they're doing it, but they doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. The U.S. is doing it, too. It's not just China. So this could be the long range. So who's going to be the energy yeah. power who can build the biggest donut, you know? But, yeah. you know, I, I'm not that skeptical about it. If they say they're doing it, I believe them. Because they have been oh, they doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the moon, man, what you think is going to throw off? I think it's going to throw off people's strategical rhythm because, you know, you get into the, when the light's out, you know, you go to sleep. When the light is on, you wake up. I mean, it's a natural, uh, with, with the light system we have now, it's a naturalness to it. You know, the moon comes out, but it's not really omitting. It's just omitting the light that the sun is reflecting or whatever. It's not bright, you know, um, it's not, but this is going to be something like a huge street light shining in people's windows, you know what I'm saying, just throwing everything off, I mean, you you won't know the difference between day and night, you know, it's going to be crazy. I think things are already thrown off, you got a little moon in your face, you know, whenever you're looking down at your cell phone, so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you see you know, mm-hmm. all these LD lights people got in their house. You know, I think people's mm-hmm. rhythms are really thrown off. So I, I don't think that's going to be too much of an issue. You know, people already. Yeah, because them lights. Yeah. They live in the nightlife right, anyway, lights, you know. Right. Because those new lights that they got, what is that, what you say, the LED or something? Those things. Oh, right. They got a whole different <laughs> feel to them. 
Yeah, they be admitting that like too. You know, that interrupt your sleep. I mean, you think you 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 can think you getting good sleep, but if you leaving your TV on or you got you know mm-hmm. LED lights on, the blue that blue light, you know, you ain't getting yeah. that, that good deep that you're supposed to be getting anyway. So, I mean, it's just True. another step. And you know, I think it, it, they're also pushing for um, you know this transhumanism, you know, so that you can be able to um, stay awake or all the adjustments that they're making, you'll be able to function with these with these new enhancements. That are, I mean, it's just terraforming, man. It's just they just terraforming. terraforming People gonna want to keep up. Exactly. People gonna want to mm-hmm. keep up instead of just so you know what I don't have enough for this. I'm gonna go ahead and fall back. Y'all go ahead and have that. You know, they're not gonna say that. They're gonna be like, yeah, give me. There's a cartoon. Yeah, that's what I wanted to mention last time. There's a cartoon called Batman Beyond. And they made this, I think, in the the nineties, early two thousands, called Batman Beyond. But it deals with transhumanism. Uh, there's a new Batman. You know, they got the old one in there, but he's training up a young one. And they got, you know, technology. But the people are getting spliced with um, animal DNA. So you can get, you know, you can get like tiger's eyes and. You know, all that different kind of stuff. But, you know, you got some people who are getting sliced with animal DNA and they're committing crime. So, but, you know, the point is they, they're introducing the transhumanism and uh, or gene splicing. Yeah, what so, that's I mean, called. That's the thing we can check out. What that's called is transgenic. When they take uh, DNA sequence from an animal or plant and put it inside of a human to enhance them, you know, fetus, whatever, that's called a transgenic. Yeah, that that's coming. We ain't get there yet, but it's coming, brother. It is definitely coming. I think coming. it's already here. I think first it's already we got, here. First, we're going to get the um, regular enhancement. You know, the, you know they're going to have perfect vision and perfect balance, and, you know, then it's going to step in. You know, they're already doing that. Have you ever they probably know, they, uh, but I'm just saying where they're going to put it they out. Got like a special, they got a special of, um, they had this around the Olympic time. Uh, the Special Olympics is a dude who's got an artificial leg, and uh, he almost running under 10 flat. See? There you go. There you go. Now, once people decide, once they get that technology going, where they could, that, that artificial leg could make anyone run a 10 flat. You know, if someone says, "Man, I don't, I want to be in the NFL. I want one of them leagues." You know, and then they get that. You know, that's that's gonna be that. That first, they gotta go through all this moral stuff first. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's you are gonna have to go out the country to get a lot of those surgeries at first. Just like, um, you still gotta go out the country to get certain body enhancements done. If you want to get a butt a certain size, you might have to go to Brazil or Dominican Republic or. You want your breast a certain size that that's unethical here. They, you know, you gotta lead a country, but yeah, it's it's gonna start off like that. You know, what I'm saying you already saw the chick on um, Ti White, his daughter went and got her their eye color changed in Africa. Like, yeah, that was you went, crazy. You went to a doctor in Africa. <laughs> like, that, that was the first part that blew me out. You went to there you Africa go, doctor. I'm not saying there you go, but that would be the last place I would go. I'm just being honest. Like, hey, you, I'm saying there you go. <laughs> hey man, you know they're coming out with um, you know they're coming out with a six billion dollar man now. 
you know, the way it is now. And to have a baby, it's going to be like, you know, being that people live so long, it's going to be unethical. You know what I'm saying? That's where they're trying to get to. You know, post-humanism is, is, you know, to me, this is real. Like, this ain't no cartoon stuff. You know, even though, you know, I can make a movie about this. Like, what's going to happen if, you know, just theorizing, you know, and make a good show out of it, you know, most of this stuff I'm sure will come true because once, if I had the money and I could enhance my child and give them, you know, an advantage over other people or keep them up to standard with other people that, you know, they'll be competing against in life. Like, come on, I mean, it's going to come to that type of a world, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to be ugly, you know, for, for humans because, you know, they, they're going to render us, even though we're the archetype. Uh, people who can't afford this technology will be rendered obsolete. You know, uh, what does um, uh, Dr. X call the, the, the name, I think, um, Kissing, not Kissinger, um, one of them dudes, man, one of them white people, man, um, politicians, the protagonists or the, the, the protagonists, you know, the useless eaters, you know what I'm saying? Like, just people that's just wasting a waste of life. I, I would never mix with that person because they're not, you know, Man, it's going to be terrible, bro. But the, the beauty in it is, you know what I'm saying, you know, we can position ourselves to be able to, you know, fight it. You know what I'm saying? We know it's coming. You know, it, the last time they changed the system on us, this is just the way I look at it. The technology of the last system of uh, of, of world government was industrialization and what made industrialization really pop off was the contract that contract the insurance bond the stock like we was not a part of none of that that was the technology of that era we just learning about that stuff now like you know what i'm saying like we we were so and they get ready to change it yeah, because the whole system's changing to this surveillance capitalism. They have to change it. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the fact, I'm sorry, like I'm trying to tell y'all, this city-state thing is real. Like, this is how they're replacing it. It ain't going to be no more unless, you know, especially if Trump fails, because he's the last seen nationalist. It's going to, nationalism, they've mandated to be gone from this planet. It's going to be this global system. Uh, you could call it pan-humanism, you could call it social capitalism, or um, a communist society. Okay, look up that word, communist society. It's not communism, it's a communist society. It's something totally different, where the technocrats run everything, the people are all enhanced. I'm like, oh, this is where they're going. You know what I'm saying? It's called pan-humanism. It's, it's like, man, I'm looking at this like, oh, this is real. Then, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, you got to remember. We way ahead of the curve, this no. mm-hmm. yeah, But you got to remember, this ain't, this ain't for us. This is for it ain't the for generation. Us. It's for the generation to come after us. And they're using bright minds now to create those prisons for the people that come later. They're creating their own box. they create their own prison. They're gonna put it's everybody like, in a prison. Like in the past, oh. you know, we 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 our we always create our technology. We created. We create. Mm-hmm. We, we created the cotton gin. You know what I'm saying? We created the computer. You know, we created. We we 
are responsible for making our own boxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. when you look at it in a nutshell, that's what it is. I mean, game ain't changed. Yeah, you're right. We did a lot of that creation, and uh, I think that a lot of us was, um, we didn't even know what we really had until it was all too late, you know what I'm saying? You know, we just did it. Um, but um, this technology they got here, a lot of this stuff is being made by the technology they already made, you know what I'm saying? This is technology-made technology. It's something foreign. You know, it's it's really ill. Uh, but you know, the key is to be on top of it because, you know, if you know about it, they can't, you know, the, the point is to know. It's not to be caught off guard, you know, prepared for this. Um, man, there was something about the surveillance I was going to say. I forgot, though. But, um, yeah, what, man, it was something about the, the oh, yeah. Um, and uh, this is for the family, right? Because, you know, I try to come with solutions here and there. Uh, so I was watching some stuff, and if you take a little LED light and put a little um, pole in the top of your hat and slide the LED light right in the, you know, wherever, if it's a sport team, right where the sport team would go, and turn that light on when you're walking out in public at nighttime, all cameras will see a blur of your face because that light will be brighter than the infrared light they're using to see at nighttime. And uh, you'll be able to move around undetectable by the cameras. Uh, that's uh, most, Almost 90% of all the cameras at nighttime, as you see, they don't have a light shining out to get the put light on the person. They're using infrared light that your eyes don't even pick up on to light you up so that the image comes out which you lit up. So this will block that image out of the whole, whatever's around that light. That's that one little LED light will um, lock out the infrared light, you know, and you'll be able to just look like you'll still see your body but not your face, you know. So that's a, a solution to um, some of this uh, surveillance so, that they got going on. So you Go saying ahead, that if we have, let's say we have a baseball hat on and just mm-hmm. say, uh, the uh, pistons is on the front of the hat. So you saying mm-hmm. put a light, put a hole right there where the word piston is in the front, mm-hmm. not at yep. the top of the hat. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Not at the top, right at the front. Yep. Yeah, That's right. Well, okay. Or if you got a scully skull cap on, just put it right to the part you fold up so it's just so the light is beaming mm-hmm. out. Kind of, and it's right. not a real bright light because it's a little one LED light, like a Christmas light, you know what I'm saying, that's just shining uh-huh. and it's going to block out. You ever see like people with night vision goggles and they go into an environment and someone turns the light on and it almost blinds them because the vision, you know, they're using an infrared vision so they can see in that night, which gives them that blue look, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. by you having a counter light to that light, that's brighter than that light, it's going to knock that light out. And what you're going to see is a big picture where it's just like a, a photo exposure where you can't make out the face. It's just bright. Now, here they have, excuse me, they have people that have bicycles, and their bicycles is just lit up. 
you know, they'll put lights all over the bike. Would that have the same effect, too, or it has to be up by the head? Oh, that will block that out the bicycle. It will block out the bicycle. But to block out your face, you oh, have to Oh, but not the body. Something. Yeah, not the body. No, nah. you know, if you want to block out your whole body, you would need to have a whole bunch of lights. <laughs> you got to be walking down the street looking like a Christmas tree, you know what I'm saying? Like a whole bunch of lights. That's how they had these bikes. Yeah, that's how they had these bikes. And I see some people on the bikes, they have it on their clothes, too. And they could block out their body that way with those little bitty Christmas lights, like, right? That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yep, you'll totally alter that infrared camera because your light is brighter than their light. Therefore, your light overpowers this. Or, like, if you, and what I'm talking about with the hat. You ever see the miner hats? Like the miners, they go down, they got that one light on the top of their hat. Just in the right, they, they like look. a flashlight. That, that's where you put that little one light at, right there where their light will okay. be at. It, it'll block out your face from infrared cameras. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to give people solutions to surveillance. Right, you know what right. If that's a simple solution, I mean, one little LED light is on Amazon for like 25 cents, private battery operated. You know, you put it right there. You know, they got one that's magnetic. So you put the magnet on one side and just stick the light to the other side of your head. Right. You know, just turn on and, you know, um, especially if anyone's going to do any, um, hopefully not crimes, but, you know, any protesting or anything with this um, to not come up on facial recognition technology, you know, surveillance, you can block yourself out. Mm-hmm. During the daytime, they're using the natural light. So it's nothing really you could do to the sun. You know, they're using the natural light to get take the pictures outside, but at nighttime it's the infrared light, which is very faint. You can't even see it with your eyes, so you could outshine it. Yep. You got anything else for your brother? No, nah, man. You dropping it, man. I just want to chime in for a second. I'm going to just follow on back and listen. If I got a uh... Anything else, I'll, I'll jump back in and contribute. Got you, brother. Thank you very much, man, for calling in. You got anybody else on the line, Bev? Uh, No, but uh, the call-in number is 323-642-1586 and push the number one if you would like to join the roundtable. Okay, Tuckmos. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was hoping on... Uh, you know, Ramon would be here because we did a lot of these shows together. Um, but um, first shows we started doing with you, Bev, was on 5G. And um, just want to give people an update, just to a flashback to remind them of what this is and how it works. And, um, you know, it's, it's already here. Um, it's no longer a myth. You know what I'm saying? China has it 100% in their whole country almost. I mean, they really ahead of the U.S. with it. But um, 5G, which is fifth-generation wireless networks, they're composed of cell sites divided into sectors that send data through radio waves. Okay, so real thin radio waves is what they're using. The fourth generation was called LTE, which stands for Long-Term Evolution. Uh, so the fourth generation wireless, they built on it, kept building on it and building on it. The 5G will be the same way. It's going to come out raw, 
and then they'll add more features to it as it goes along. Uh, unlike 4G, which requires large, high-powered cell towers to radiate signals over longer distances, 5G wireless signals will be transmitted via a large number of small cell stations located more than 500 feet away from each other in places like light poles, traffic lights, telephone poles, street signs, home roofs, and building roofs. Um, The use of multiple small cells is necessary because the millimeter wave spectrum, the band spectrum between 30 gigahertz and 300 gigahertz, that 5G relies on to generate high speeds, unlike 4G, which can only travel over short distances, is subject to interfaces from weather and physical obstacles like buildings, trees, plants, metal-based plants, etc. So um, this 4G signal has to be everywhere. These boxes have to be everywhere because a building will knock that signal out. So in order to pick you up, they have to have another box there. A tree will knock the signal out. So in order to pick you up, they have to have another box on the other side of the tree. You know, so it, it has to be everywhere for it to work effectively uh, because it's very, even though the signal's strong, it can, it's very weak. You know, it could be knocked out easily. I believe when we did the show, Bev, uh, Brother Eddie added in, used lead-based paints to block that signal out of your house. Uh, me and Ramon yeah. were talking about crystals around your house. Crystals block the signal out or at least mm-hmm. misdirect the signal. Also, um, um Magnets, magnets block mm-hmm. out that signal, and trees. Um, if you put a lot of plants around, put a lot of plants in your windows and things, that keeps the signal from coming in your house uh, as strong. Um, it'll give you some protection. Um, 5G has been linked to serious health problems, especially around nursing homes, schools, and hospitals. The New England Patriots football team recently had several players display flu-like symptoms and got sent home or to the hospital ever since the NFL installed Verizon equipment for 5G in their stadium. Um, and I you just did that story a couple of weeks ago. The New England Patriots, these are big, strong, healthy guys that play football, just cringing, throwing up with flu-like symptoms ever since they put these 5G towers in the stadium. Um, in fact, they moved their um, training to another place because of this. Um, I heard uh, eight players went home with the symptoms, and one day the captain of the team said he never saw anything like it. Uh, 5G was created for the IoT, which stands for the Internet of Things. The Internet of Things is a system of unrelated computing devices, mechanical and digital machines, objects, even animals and people that are provided with unique identifiers and able to transfer data over a network without requiring human-to-human or human-to-computer interaction. The Internet of Things refers to the ever-growing network of physical objects that feature an IP address for the Internet connectivity. The communication occurs between these objects and other Internet-enabled devices and systems. Examples of objects that can fall into the scope of the Internet and things include connected security systems, thermostats, that's just smart thermostats and stuff, cars, uh, electronic appliance, lightning, lighting systems, and has households, 
commercial environments and public areas will all be controlled by this alarm clock, speaker systems, vending machines, and more. Okay, and um, once they put this standard up, one of the first standards they added to the 5G, which I think is called, I could be wrong, it's, it's one of these first three, but it's 802.11BA, I believe. It's either BA or BC. But once they add this standard, the Internet will control the time that we all have now. It will no longer be that big clock in Europe that uh, that as the Earth spins around the time, you know, comes off of it. It will be controlled by this new thing, this thing called, uh, uh, I believe it's called time. I don't have that information in front of me. Next week I'll definitely can tell you all. But either way, um, that's the new standard they're coming out with. Uh, The Internet of Things... Back to that, there were more than 12 billion devices that are currently connected to the Internet. And by 2020, just next month, there will be 26 times that connected to the Internet. So in 2020, they're predicting 195,780,000,000 devices will be connected to the Internet. And that right there, my friends, are the, is the Internet of Things. Everything that will be connected will be able to be controlled by them. You know, you know what I'm saying? And we'll think we're controlling it until they take over. You know, so just be very cautious. Most of these things are called smart. Um, you know, yeah. they even, they're even so good with it, right? The first smart product I remember, and everybody probably wanted this when they saw the commercial, they didn't call it smart, though. Right, but they they called it memory foam, made by Napster. Mm-hmm. So you lay down and you sit, it remembers where you slept at. So the next time you go to sleep, you fall asleep back in that same position. Yeah, that was smart technology. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they got in them? There. Yeah. Then, yeah. Um, we discussed the IEEE, which is the Institute of Electron Electrical and Electronic Engineers. Okay, this is a very important agency. Uh, which is why I always go to their um, journals. If you could order them, a lot of them are free. You can get them sent to your house. Um, and they're the ones that create all the standards for the Internet, for the Wi-Fi. Um, all of that works through them. Um, the IEE describes itself as the world's largest technical professional society. Anytime someone calls itself a society, be careful. Promoting the development and application of electrotechnology and applied sciences for the benefit of humanity and the advancement of the profession and the well-being of its members. Various technical areas are addressed by IEEs, IEEs, 39 societies. So they have 39 different societies around the world. Each one focused on certain knowledge areas. They provide specialized publications conferences, business networking, and sometimes other services. And various technical areas are addressed by the IEEE's 39 societies, each one focused on, I just said that, I'm sorry, I went back over the line again. Um, They do seven things through these 39 societies. One is the Biometrics Council. Two, the Council on Electronic Design Automation, that's your computers. I mean, your robots, automation. 
Um, three, nanotechnology canceled. So there's your nanotechnology. Four, sensor council. Hey, that's a lot of your data mining is through sensors, especially in a car, bikes, or those bikes and things that, you know, you, you put your car in and you ride the bike around, city bikes and stuff, all sensors. Um, five, the council of superconductivity. That's your chips inside your phones and your, your, your computers. Okay, the systems council. Okay, and the council of RFID or CRFID. And, of course, RFID is the little chip in your credit card and they put inside your hand in certain countries. So um, this is the four, I mean, the seven areas this company deals with. And as you notice, those seven areas covers pretty much all the technology that they're coming out with. So this company, this com- um, this community or this, this society is very important. Um, some of the new things they came out with, okay, and they name everything they come out with, I-E-E-E, and 802, then dot, and then if it's 1-1, they're dealing with Wi-Fi. If it's 1-5, dealing with the um, USB thing or your, whatever your device is, as they make upgrades to that too. But the Wi-Fi 6, which is coming out next year, 802.11ax, this amendment will bring several key improvements over the last Wi-Fi system. It has a throughput speed that are five, four times faster than the last Wi-Fi system. Even though the nominal data rate it's 37% faster at most. Latency is also down 75%. It's going to be replacing all the Wi-Fi 5 routers. They have this out right now. Uh, you could buy one off of Amazon, a Wi-Fi 6 router. Problem is, is that whatever device you have doesn't have a chip that reads that um, signal yet. Um, some of the newer phones, like the new Samsung that's coming out next year, will have it. The one that came out this year has it. I think only three phones had it this year. I think it was the Samsung Note, the Huawei P30, and the um, Apple. Um, not the Apple. Um, one of them other Chinese brands. But, um, you know, this this is going to make your phone four times faster, 75% faster, um, more stronger signal. Um, then you have Y-Gig. And um, these are going to be things you're going to buy for your house. Y gig is 802.11ay, and this standard is designed to run much faster frequencies at 60 gigahertz. So now they're going to work with, instead of the, the smaller signal, they're going to go with a bigger one. Uh, but the problem with this is it can't penetrate walls. So if you put it in a room, you'll have the fastest world Wi-Fi signal in the world. But if you leave the room, it's going to you're going to be, have nothing, you know, it, it can't go through walls. Um, it can't go through um, glass. It's, it's very weak signal. However, if you're in the room with it, it's strong. They're going to be bringing out a lot of routers that do this, bringing out devices that take this. To me, this will be used in a office space, a very open space, like yeah. a factory or a warehouse. This will be perfect. And then you got live. Or if you got your home office. That would be or a home office, exactly. In your home office, yeah. And then you have Li-Fi, which is 802.11bb. This is the fastest of the three um, new Wi-Fi amendments. This is going to run through your lights. So 
So, of course, if the light's out, the signal's gone. So, once again, this will work great in office spaces. This will work great in business environments, malls. But it's not going to work great if you, this is your only signal you depend on and you like to lay in your bed and get on the Wi-Fi and stuff like that. It's not going to work. But um, this is the strongest signal, almost 100 times faster than the signal you have right now. Um, and this, in my opinion, will be able to put the um, – same people that you get your smart meter from, now they'll be able to provide lights and stuff for you too. You know, this will put them in the business of competing with the um, the gas and electric company. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or um, not not so much the gas and electric company, but now your gas and electric company can compete with your cable company or your cell phone company to give you an internet signal, which will, I'm sure is going to bring a lot of money into that industry. Um. Next thing we talked about, we did cloud computing. Uh, is an on-demand availability of computer system resources, especially data storage and computing power, without direct active management by the user. The term generally is used to describe the data centers available to many users over the Internet. Large clouds predominantly today often have functional distrib- distributed over multiple locations from a central server. If connected to the user, is the connected user is relatively close. It may be designed as an edge server. All streaming, okay, all streaming is done through this cloud. Okay, the deep web is the cloud. Okay, the deep web, not the dark web. The deep web is the cloud. Three major companies control the cloud right now. That's Google Cloud. Amazon Web Services and Microsoft Azure. Um, so once again, this cloud, just to simplify it, there's central locations set up by Amazon, Microsoft, Google, and their competitors all around the country, not too far from one another, that has nothing but a bunch of servers in them. And from those servers, they can store data that you don't want to store on your phone or your computer you get send it there, they store it, and when you want to access it, you put your password in and they send it back to you. And that's how you get your music and all those things. We use the cloud every day whether you know it or not. Um, it's a lucrative business, and it's very important because the cloud is going to be, um, you know, really used to keep us zoned in um, as we get into this um Society where there's going to be less jobs and they just want to keep us high all day. And one of the things they're going to do is have us gaming. And uh, all the gaming is going to be ran over the cloud pretty soon, as you see um, Google Stadia. Um, So this cloud is going to come in really, really strong. And uh, 5G is just going to enhance it. Uh, We did a show on the dark web, uh, how it was created by DARPA and still maintained by the Department of Defense created to support support spy networks. Um, of course, if I have a huge spy network like the United States does, I want to make sure that the information I send is uh, more safe. But that's not how they think. They, you know, in fact, it's pretty smart. Instead of making sure it's more safe, they put it in an environment where all, all this data just shoots across and no one can tell if it's fake or not but the person at the other end. So they're able to send data right in front of everybody's face 
and it just gets thrown into the mix of all the fake data. And, um, you know, it's really a genius plan by the government. Um, we explain how the Internet was created. First, um, it was called ARPANET right here in the United States by Stanford. Um, and then the World Wide Web was created at CERN in Switzerland. Um, the World Wide Web, the Internet, um, the World Wide Web is the web. You know, that's the web. That's the that's the spider web. And the Internet is the infrastructure that supports the web. That's your antennas and all that stuff. That's the Internet, the server room, the cloud, all that is the Internet. The web is um, Google, you know, they, that's the web. So those two things are often intertwined, but they're two different things. Um, without the Internet, the web is useless. You need the infrastructure to access it, you know. Um, we explain the difference between the dark web, the deep web, and the surface web. Of course, um, the deep web, like I said, is the cloud where you store your password or you buy something from Microsoft or you buy something from Amazon and uh, you want to find out when it's going to be delivered. So you log into your Amazon account. Amazon goes to the cloud, the deep web, pulls up your account. It matches your password. Now you can access that account. Someone who doesn't have that password cannot access that account. So that's how that works. And then you have the surface web, which is Google, Bing, Yahoo, et cetera. Okay? And, of course, the dark web. We talk, We went into Tor, the Onion Router, how that is how you access the dark web and some of the terrible things done on the dark web. Uh, we even went into the Silk Roads, which are very much like Amazon and eBay on the dark web, but instead of just buying clothes and stuff, you could buy drugs, guns, organs, women, children, you know, you could buy anything. Uh, 96% of all online activity is done on the dark and deep web. Only 4% is done on the web we use every day. Google, Amazon, Bing, whatever you go on the internet through, Internet Explorer, Safari, whatever, that's that's only 4% of the total Internet. Most of us are not even in the the, the real Internet. We're on the, the one they set up for us. We're in the box. 2020 is where I vow next year um, to definitely um, make sure I have access to the dark web and be safe and secure on it. Um, but, um, you know, those are a few of the topics we went over. Uh, any questions or anything um, anyone has? i go over some more. Yeah, uh, nobody's got their hands raised. I guess they don't want to talk tonight. They, 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 they shopping for Christmas. You know, they got to get yeah. their um, last-minute gifts. In. <laughs> um, yeah. We got smart cities. We went into smart cities. Um. Name designator given to a city that incorporates information and communication technologies to enhance the quality and performance of urban services such as energy, transportation, utilities, in order to reduce resource consumption, wastage, and overall costs. A smart city uses information and communication technologies. It's called ICT. The first smart cities collect information about itself through sensors and devices and existing systems. Next, it communicates that data using wire or wireless networks. 
third, it analyzes that data to understand what's happening now and what's likely to happen next. Collecting data using smart devices and logistically located throughout the city um, monitors uh, is how they do it. For instance, smart meters can measure electricity. They could pick up on that gas, water usage, all of that will be monitored through a smart meter. Smart traffic sensors can monitor road conditions, can also monitor congestion. Smart GPS systems can pinpoint the exact location of the city's buses, the whereabouts of energy crews. Okay, and a lot of this stuff we already have in our cities. Like, I got an app where, you know, I go to the train station and I put my app on and see which train is coming first, the 2 or the A. Whichever one's coming first, that's the one I'm jumping on, you know. So, I, you know, it tells me, oh, two minutes away for this train. This train is pulling in. I'm jumping on, running down the stairs to catch that one that's pulling in. You know, I know, you know, so that's already here. Um, okay, so um, these smart cities is typically uh, where this, these um, people are trying to get the city structure to go. A technocracy, a technology-ran um, city with all the infrastructure is built to collect data, transmit data, which is surveillance, okay? We went into the city-state, which is an autonomous state consisting of a city or in its surrounding territory, which has its own government. It is sovereign and completely separate from the country, state, nation, or county that it's in. Okay, and my theory is globalists want to replace the nation state with the city state, which is a technocracy, 100% controlled and maintained by technology, not people. That's the smart city, and those two things I correlate together. Um, we went into city ID, which are street light fixtures that can be equipped with energy, load controls, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi capabilities, security cameras cameras with facial recognition technology sensors that monitor motion, sound, atmospheric changes, and much more. Um, these street lights are rented by GE and Intel, so they're computers. Um, they have, they're in full connection with all first responders. They detect, detect seismic events like earthquakes and explosions. Okay, they have gunshot detection. So, from having these street lights all around your city, and um, you know you just you can stand in one place and shoot a gun, it, right? That from the initial sound of that bullet going down, they they could pinpoint exactly where that gunshot took off, from. and then you know they have the camera focusing right there or whatever. So this, this is going to be um, everywhere. It's coming to Detroit. Um, but right now they have 5,000 of them in San Diego. And, um, you know, they, San Diego is California's second largest city. 1.5 million people uh, have these street lights right now, knowing all their data, you know, um, and they're trying to get them taken down very unsuccessfully. Um, and lastly, on this one, uh, we got into surveillance capitalism, which is replacing industrial capitalism, capitalist system based on surveillance, data, and attention, not production, manufacturing, and services. Industrial capitalism, right, dealt with production, manufacturing, 
and services. This has nothing to do with that. They could care less what manufactured, what you producing, what you making. They want to know where you are, how much data they could collect from you, and what they could get you to pay your attention to. Okay? Um, and we went from a system of commercialism to industrialism. That was, you know, the 1860s to the 1870s, you know. They switched the system into this corporate-based system, which is industrialism. Prior to that, you had um, this nation-state system uh, of true nationalism where you dealt with commerce, uh, commercialism, commerce. You dealt with uh, commercial banks. You know, you dealt with um, shipping of goods across the across the world via boats, and um, you know, empires were formed that way. And then they switched into this industrial system. What industrialism brought into the system that commercialism didn't. The three um, technologies you could say that they put into the system was one, people. By putting people into the market under the guise of labor, employment, management, consultation, workers, and et cetera, uh, replacing the old way of doing things under commercialism, which was slavery, indentured servitude, piracy, and colonialism, by putting the people into the workforce as labor, now you made them all a commodity. Right, we all got a birth certificate. Right, we all a commodity. Second thing industrialism did was it put land, animals, nature into the market under the guise of real estate. Okay, real estate wasn't in the old market. Now you have real estate. No more loyal title. Real estate. Okay, now you have trees, flowers, rocks, water, birds, squirrels, raccoons, etc. If they're on your real estate, they're yours. Okay, you're responsible for it. Okay, it brought into the market for the first time that concept. Um, you buy one acre of lakefront property, you own everything on that on that acre, even the nature. And um, you know, if you own a big lake on your property, you own the fish. You know, what I mean, it's part of that system. Um. Uh, even the um, city where you live, the big cities around the world where you have real estate is, you know, generally the most expensive. You're just getting a little apartment for real estate. You know what I'm saying? But it's on the market. All these things that I'm talking about, uh, once you sign for them, you're never going to see the document that has the value. They put it on the market. You get a piece of paper. You know, the same thing they gave you with labor or when you were born, putting the people in the market. You get a piece right. of paper. You all cap name, you know what I'm saying? Right. Third thing they put into the market for the first time, this never existed, so look it up. And it's the most important thing. This makes industrial capitalism work. This is what everybody does it for. It glued everything together. It allowed for people to be bought into the market. It allowed for real estate to be bought in the market. It allowed for the old market of commercialism to still exist at the same time as industrialism. You know, it's still commercial. I, I work at the commercial exchange. You know what I'm saying? It's still there. You know, they deal with merchant it stuff. Man. They, canola and, and coffee. Go ahead, Beth. No, I was just saying everything is commercial with them. 
with the system. Mm-hmm. And what they brought in, Bev, the third thing that created this whole thing was, we call it capital, money, cash, right? Brought in mm-hmm. the, the, the dollar, the dollar-dollar bill. And that made it all work. Replace yeah. trading and bartering and gold and silver and precious metal and other resources that had backing. No, they brought in money, you know, and made it easy for everyone to go spend it. So that was what industrialism did. What surveillance capitalism is going to undo all of that, okay? You're not just going to be a person brought into the exchange. No, your your entities online going to be there too now, you know what I'm saying? If you're Bev22 on Facebook, that's going to be in the exchange too. They're bringing all that in, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a whole yeah. bunch of new store men created for all these accounts, yeah. you, got, you know, all these different entities you created now on the internet that you, you know what I'm saying, you might not, you know, you yeah. might have been on the page here and then, you know, you signed in with this name here, that's a whole other entity, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. they could bring into the exchange. Um, instead of real estate, they don't need you to, you, it ain't going to be no more real estate, it's going to be rent estate, okay, you're going to pay a monthly fee and you'll be able to access a car when you want to. You're going to pay a monthly fee, and then you get a room inside of a building. It's not going to be no more um, real estate as we know it today. It's going to totally change. Uh, it's going to be sharing economy. Uh, everything is going to be shared. And by sharing, this is all part of the green agenda. By sharing, oh, we're going to have less cars on the road, or we're going to be taking up less space. Oh, it's going to be good for the environment. That's the guys they're using to bring all that in. And, of course, capital is the capital is changing. It's going to be crypto capital, okay? It's not going to be no more dollar-dollar bill. You know, it's going to be bitty-bitty coins. You know, it's going to be something totally different. So um, this is going to, you know, um, all change the scope of our living within the next 25 years or so. We might not even be here when it happens, you know what I'm saying? But our kids are going to have to deal with our grandkids, uh, new form of globalism for city states where, you know, in, in Detroit, you might have the the Motown coin, you know what I'm saying? We, we've got a Cadillac on the front and a, and a Buick on the back. And in New York, we might have mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the Liberty coin with the Statue of Liberty right. on one side and the Empire State Building on the other. And, and um, you know, Atlanta, they where Rio's at, you know, they might have the 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 trap house coin, you know what I'm saying, with the uh, you know, with uh, the Atlanta football stadium on one side and the strip club on the other, you know what I'm saying? I'm just joking real. But you know, like uh, <laughs> that's how it um you know is coming about to me. Um and you know, those are the things that we talked about this um this year. I have some more things do oh, you have any questions, anything bad or any any add ons? No, I- <clears throat> no, I was just saying that, you know, for those of us that are aware with this information you've given, you know, this is the perfect time to kind of talk to our young people about this since they're going to be in it, you know, to kind of have them ahead of the of the line, you know, so they won't be trying to catch up. Absolutely, and that that's one of the reasons why, you know, I decided to do the show about these topics because they're right mm-hmm. in front of us. But, you know, we're, not, we're just not seeing it. And I'm seeing this is the future of not just 
how you live, the future of how they're going to do business. You know, we could have owned some bonds if we knew they was changing to a bond system and stuff 100 years ago. You know, like, yeah. this is our chance to get in. And uh, a lot of this stuff here we can invest in. We can, um, even if you don't like this stuff, I mean, it still hasn't been put out 100%. You can still petition it. You can still protest it and try to stop it, you know, like they're doing in San Diego, mm-hmm. taking down a lot of that stuff um, by December, January 1st. You know, they have to take down uh, 2,500 facial recognition cameras. They rendered them illegal, you know, like, you know, we got to give those people a hand. They fought for it. But if you go right. to most channels, um, besides the shows you put on, um, Bev, they're always the other channels are on um, – you know, different various networks, not all of them, but a lot of them, they they want to talk about 5,000 years ago on every show. And it's like, <laughs> man, why are, still, why are we still worried about 5,000? And then they don't even want to talk about where they're at. They want to talk about Africa on every, like, yeah. why are y'all, you know yeah. that it's still there. You could go there. You can go be a Kemite tomorrow. Get an airline ticket. It's good everywhere in the world. You're United States. <laughs> you could get an airline ticket to yeah. Egypt and go there and, you know, be a Kemite. They can't be at them. Arabs can never be a Kemite. They're Arabs. You know what I'm saying? You want to be yeah. it, go be it. You know what I'm saying? But it just, um, to me, like, to to try to keep the conversation moving toward what can happen and what will happen so we can start at least mentally preparing for it, if not actually preparing for it to me is important. I was hoping Ramon can I wanted him to drop on on that um empowerment zone stuff that he was really um into. I don't I, I I'll do it injustice because he studied this so well. And I wanted him to really right. drop on that again because that was powerful information. Um, you know, even the show with And then short. Like, and the insurance yeah. isn't he talking about the insurance? Uh-huh. And the yeah, I found out everything that they do. That's what bonds are. They are insurance policies. So they put mm-hmm. these bonds on everything that they do. You know, every uh, everything, uh, marriage license, driver's license, death, everything is a bond. And so it's very important to talk about that insurance because that's what a bond is, insurance. Yeah, to me, the insurance is Jesus. And I don't care what what a Christian do, they could be forgiven. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll get mm-hmm. Let me go pray. You know, I don't care if you're, yeah. you, know, you can watch the mob movies, man. They be at confessional. Okay, this I killed Johnny. Uh, you know, okay, go say 30 Hill Marys. You'll be all right. And you go do it. You know, like the, the bond, you, even if you lose, you win. You know what I'm saying? You secure yeah. your investment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. they whole derivative thing with the government in 2008 was all of the money was insured. You know, AIG couldn't hold like, hey, you lost everything, but hey, wait up, I insured all that. You got to pay me for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot, I got to pay you. Right. I got to pay you. I ran out of money. You know what I'm saying? So the government had to bail them out because they couldn't pay all that insurance debt. And it, mm-hmm. it, it backs everything up. It's Jesus. It's the, it's the Savior. You know, your house burns yeah. down, well, I pay the insurance, I'm going to get a new house. You know, your car, 
you know, but when you're dealing yeah. with allowing people to insure or gamble, that's like me going to Atlantic City or go to Vegas, go play blackjack, but before I go play, I insure myself up to five hundred dollars. Then I go play. And I lose my money and say, wait, give me my $500 back. Like, that's pretty much what they're allowing people to do by allowing them to uh, insure um, gambles. Because that's pretty much you're betting on the futures market and you lost. Right. And then you insured your, your bet and you won. It, man, whoever came up with that idea had to be a real genius, all right? <laughs> you know and, and then what they're doing is they're taking all of these bonds and they they putting it on the stock market, you know, and they just making money this way and that way. And I mean, it's like you say, whoever came up with that day, that was some out of this universe genius. Yeah, yeah, I wish I knew. <laughs> Let me ensure this, um, you know, and I'm I'm gonna take my whole paycheck and just put it in the stock market all that time and insured it. And when it lost, I just took the insurance. It's just crazy. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that, um, you know, I wanted to do a, a get into more, we did a little bit of it on the show, was the art. Uh, art. Mm-hmm. A-R-T. The, the art. You know what I'm saying? But in particular, how um, art imitates life or does life imitate art? You know, ask that question. Does art imitate life, or does life imitate art? You know, or are um, they one and the same? Or are they one and the same? You know, you had a mimesis movement. Um, man, I don't even want to give a date to it because they try to give the dates to when white people came around. I know we way too smart to believe that all the statues and stuff we built, it wasn't art. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but um. Uh, the mimesis movement is when you started drawing nature. You know what I'm saying? And then you have an anti-mimesis movement where you started saying, man, you know, forget drawing nature. Let's draw something else, you know. And you started mm-hmm. drawing other things than nature. And then they say that's when life starts imitating that art because, you know, first life, art imitated life. I them drawing nature and once they started drawing something other than nature and people started looking at that art and letting that art dictate parts of their lives now art is imitate I mean life is imitated art and we could look at how that plays out by them these magazines all they got to do is put a superstar in this outfit and now everybody wants that you know what I'm saying don't forget fashion is art you know that's one of the largest uh, parts of art is fashion. Uh, fa- fashion might be one of the most important arts, and it's the most it's the most lucrative market of art because people wear it. You know, most art just sits in your house or you know whatever like that. It's, it's just not. But this one, you can show the world every day. You can put on an outfit that makes you know that that shows how you feel by the way you dress. You know what I mean? Even if it's a right. a hoodie and some baggy jeans. You were showing people, you know, a form of art, and they knew exactly what they were seeing. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's, it's a, it's so the most lucrative form of art, and the most um, used is, is fashion. And um, I think you can see how they can use pop stars and artists and things like that to influence 
you know, to, to sell us their art. You know what I'm saying? And also, I could say this. When the music was more violent, the streets were more violent. Um, you know, was that life reflecting art or was that art reflecting life? Because a lot of people said, oh, because, you know, it was the music causing the violence. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? But when you really look at it, it probably was. Because today's music, hip-hop music, is very much about materialism and having fun and having sex and getting high and, you know, not really having any problems or issues in life, none, none about social problems or the social ills. You know, it's definitely not about gangs and drugs and violence anymore, selling drugs rather, and violence and, you know, what you got to do when you're on the streets. That, that's totally out of the loop, you know, except for that group I mentioned earlier. You're not going to hear that kind of music from people. And I think that the streets reflect that. You know, it, it, everybody I see, they just want to be cute. They just want to be pretty, you know what I'm saying? They're not really trying to be aggressive. You want it to look like the music of the 90s. You know, you want it to look aggressive, you know. You you know what I'm saying? You wanted to show that, you know. But these kids today, they just want to wear a lot of designer clothes. And, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a totally different um, mindset. And I, I say that it's showing that life is reflecting the art. You know what I'm saying? It, I truly believe that. If we were to create art that supported us um, changing our situation, you know what I'm saying? It would change overnight, you know what I'm saying? But people aren't, you know what I'm saying? If we embraced, uh, if people started rapping about getting free or singing about getting free, you know, when you had that in the 60s, what were people trying to do? They were trying to get free. They were trying to march, you know, it was. That was the music was telling them that. The art was telling them, you know, get up and be active. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Mayfield and even um, Marvin Gaye, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, it, it, it was, James it was Brown. about James Brown. Exactly. Like that whole ever, <laughs> they were reinforcing. Then you got an ever of disco. And everybody wanted to walk around with bell bottoms and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, look pretty or get little leather jackets with. Zippers all over them and look like Prince and Michael and we went through that over to the gangster and then when the gangster rap came out everybody wanted to be a gangster. It, it, it's just life reflecting art. Once we put our yeah. mind, I think, put our art to say, okay, this is what the, the art we make is what we want our lives to be, and that's what we put yeah. out. That's what our lives will be because our art moves this whole world. You know what I'm saying? As Eddie would say it's the one. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's you know it's the it's the unity, it's the universe. Um I believe we he got said a music couple is, of calls. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Beth. Okay. Uh four oh five eight six three. Oh yeah, peace, family. Peace. 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 I am M Kurab, man. Great show. Thank you. Um Yes, I just had a question about the um, artificial sun, mm-hmm. or, or of a statement, I guess. Um, when mm-hmm. I when I heard it, man, um, the first thing that came to mind, with um, I agree with the sister saying that they're doing um, chemtrails to block the sun, and if um, mm-hmm. if they're doing chemtrails to try to stop our natural sunlight, 
and if they're trying to create an um, artificial sunlight, um, how do you feel about this may be a um, weapon to prevent us from going into this or already being in a Aquarian age to keep us in a Piscean age uh, vibration and frequency on the planet? I would say that that's very logical. I believe that we're, we're naturally moving into the fourth dimension of the time-space continuum. Naturally. But they're altering it because they can't move there. They're always going to be stuck on material. So they have to keep us in their realm. You know, we're going to ascend past them. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, but they have to keep us in their realm. So they're going to keep, now, what they've done is they created this technology. I call it fourth dimensional technology. This fourth dimensional technology is to give your brain, because our minds are already expanded to the point of, prepare ourselves to go to the next dimension, they could put us there with the technology and keep us right in the third dimension. You get what I'm saying? It's going to keep us stuck. So that's why I bring up this technology in particular. All this technology I'm talking about is to keep us stuck. That's why I call it fourth dimensional technology is to replicate the fourth dimension, which is Mm -hmm. time. We're supposed to naturally master time and light. We're supposed to be light beings in the fourth dimension. Right. Then you become dark beings in the fifth dimension, but they got to create a false fourth dimension for them to be able to be in the fourth dimension with us. You understand? And the only way they could really be there with us is if they could keep us in their third dimension. You know, right. so, yes, that's where I'm going with it, brother. Man, I agree 100%, man. And and I also make it sound like to me like a mind control weapon because – to um go yesterday the brother was talking about the um the Jedi. So if this this yeah. Jedi or this third eye, this pineal is awakening due to us uh rising in vibration into a high frequency of this dormant energy, they're um like you say, they're keeping us on a on a DNA and on a um calcified state. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, like you said, they wanna they wanna keep on the Jedi. Excellent show. Yeah. And, and it's going. It's correlating to what you're saying today because, you know, this a this AI is, is another weapon that they're using to try to keep us, like you're saying, in a in a um, in a third dimension. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Thank, thanks, bro. That's all I. That's all I had, man. Thank y'all. Oh no doubt. Thank brother. you. Thank you yeah. for participating. And, and, no and why did they pick the sun? You know, they know that we sun people. Why they pick the sun to use as a, as their weapon or however they're using it? Remember, the sun is going to give off natural vibrations to us, and they're altering, that's the 5G, altering, breaking down that vibration to give us their signal instead. You know, mm-hmm. we're supposed to naturally mm-hmm. get in that sunlight, and it's going to code us with what's needed to be fourth dimensional and fifth dimensional beings just naturally, just like everything should be changing the trees, everything should be changing the morph to make it to that next dimension, but they're going to block it from happening because they can't be there. Either they can't be there or they can't be there and in power. And they don't want that. You know what I'm saying? You know, they feel that retribution that they're old. But then I say... I say we should use our bacaba. You know, we got more than just going that way. That's what we got the bacaba for. That's our spaceship. 
Absolutely, bro. And we right. need to fine tune it so we could look past these. Yeah. Activate you know, it. with this um, weird crystals, you know, a lot of the things we've been told, like, you know, to block it out. You at least when you get home, you could block it out and have some some solace to get that real frequency. You know, they're gonna constantly be bombarding you with signals that are unhealthy to block that out. You know what I'm saying? To keep you in this material. I need a pair of Gucci jeans and Jordan sneakers, which is none of this important. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, go ahead, Beth. I read a book a while ago, and I think this was the book that showed you, that told you how to activate your bacaba. And I think it was nothing in this book is true, but it's exactly how it is. I think that was the one that uh, really broke it down on how to activate your bacaba. And hey, can I elaborate really... on what you said? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I just want to elaborate on the sister's question and why are they trying to do the sun. Because like you said, we we mm-hmm. solar beings, we like beings, and and, right. and um, right. um hue melanin, we absorb sunlight. Our light is not intelligence; it's our um, it activates our pilots, you know. And um, yeah. so they um, if we the sun, our soul is just an extension of the solar energy, like a wave is to the sea. Yeah. It's still an um an extension yeah. to the um ocean. So if they know that the soul is just the um solar energy. Then you know they gotta they gotta block that connection, you know, and keep it on a on a dense, low magnetic level. And that's all I wanted to get out. That's good. You're right. You're right. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. You ever see the movies where there's like a ghost or something? You know, it's it's always in white, real pale. And it's trying to get away, and then there's like a, a lining that it just can't go but so far. You know what I'm saying? That lining. You know, it's uh, I forget the name of it. It's a name for it. If I said the name, you'll know exactly. It used to be all the cartoons. You know, it was sort of like a chain, you know, but it was a silver lining. You know, you couldn't go past it. You know, you couldn't, once you tried to move and fly away, it would pull you right back, you know. And that that's that's what the fourth dimension is to them. They gonna they're stuck in the third dimension. They can never make it to the fourth dimension. You need melanin to make it there. The sun is supposed to be beaming. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're blocking it out. It's supposed to be uh they call it uh global warming. Yeah, all that ice is supposed to melt. That ice wasn't there before. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's supposed to happen, you know what I'm saying? They're doing everything to keep that from happening because they can't exist in the world where that happens. You know what I'm saying? They can't take the sun. So the artificial sun could be to heat this whole planet up. It could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's, it's the first one. Like, it's, it's the first of It's one of a kind right now. So, you know, we, we got to see what China is going to use it for. Uh, but it's in China, not in the United States, so. How you feel about the coronal mass ejection that they saying the sun is um charged enough to release? The um from the um like the CME. Uh-huh. You, you feel like that's like another reason why they trying to do it too, like you saying, because if if the sun is gonna let out this um this coronal mass ejection, um basically a super solar wave, we can say it like that, then um like you say, they can't make it. They sales it's not going to be able to, um, the atoms was not going to be able to charge up fast enough, and their cells will not be able to replicate. So they know that they were, um, 
spontaneous combust. You know? Yeah, so. I believe that they were given the task um, to get melanin. Okay, mm-hmm. that was their that was their task, and they failed. They fell in love with white. They fell. They got into vanity. They created a whole class about this is what's beautiful, not that. And now everyone else done got some melanin in them, right? Everybody else gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? If that was to happen, the sun exploded or, or discharged what is what what the prophet has said is supposed to happen, and charges this planet with that energy. You know what I'm saying? You can't be here without it. You know what I'm saying? You can't conduct the energy. You won't be able but to I harness think Everybody already have melanin. They have it too, but it's a different kind. Or different they have melanin. melanin. We have you melanin. Which you, anytime you see EU, that means good. We have good melanin. Europe, Europe means good land. You know what I'm saying? Uh, eugenics means good genes. You know, anytime you see EU, they have melanin. That means that someone with eumelanin created that melanin and put it into those people. That's what phenyl means. That's a synthetic urine. A melanin is red. That's what the Indians have. Like, the Indians have a lot of it. And the Chinese, you know, real yellow. You know what I'm saying? They got a real faint form of it. The Indians... In India, have a real red one. They can get darker than black people, but that's still you. That's still phenyl melanin. They, you know what I'm saying? But they will be able to take the sun. Um, these people won't. The yellow Asians hmm. good. The white Asians gone. They won't be able to maintain. That's why they're doing all this technology over there too. They trying to, you know, they both. If you notice, they all on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Um, the same people. They just got squinty eyes. Right. Right. Well, interesting, Tuck Most. You know, you, um, as always, you bring us some good information. Uh, and it's up to us to research it and pass it on, you know, to other people. So we are, that's part of the awakening. And so we are glad, Tugmost, that you are able to be part of this awakening and help us to awake at this time. So we're down to our last um, few minutes here. Okay, no problem. Um, hopefully next week Ramon will join me. And, um, okay. you know, we can um, pick up from there because I was really – to do, you know, a two-person show tonight. Um, and I, I right, have, right. you know, a couple more stuff that we went over this year um, that we could go through next week. And, um, okay. you know, if, if no one else is on the line, um, you know, we could close out there. Oh, I want to say okay. rest in peace okay. to, to Papa Wu. His name is Papa Wu. Who? Uh, one of the... Okay. Papa Wu. Uh, he was one of the... Um, Founding members of the Wu Tang Clan wasn't a mainstream mm. like um, a vocalist, wasn't a rapper. Uh, he did do some um, vocals and stuff on the songs, mostly in the background, uh, but mostly worked with them. He's a five percenter. He used to, you know, spread a lot of knowledge to them brothers and get them get them sharp with their consciousness and things like that. So I want to send a um, 
uh, rest in peace to that brother. You know, um, he was uh, would truly be missed. He went way too early. I think he was 63, died of um, some type of ailment. You know, he wasn't killed or anything, but, um, you know, a lot of respect to that brother because um, Wu-Tang was definitely um, putting conscious stuff, putting conscious um, right. thoughts and street, and street music, which made a lot of people think, you know, and, you know, stop doing, you know, maybe stop and think about things a little bit differently than they were. So peace to those brothers. And, Pop and, and when did he make his transition, just what? This weekend, this, this week, week a few days ago or something. I, okay. A few days ago, I got a um, text about it, and uh, I was like, "Oh man!" Then I see they did went to YouTube, and there was a bunch of tributes, bunch of documentaries on you know exactly what his role was in the in the group, and you know how they all kind of respected this man. He was like a a mentor to all of them. Uh, like I said, he was a five percenter. The Wu used to do a lot of put a lot of five percent information in their music. So um mm-hmm. you know he was instrumental in that. Oh yeah. He he probably was giving them uh the knowledge and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch that um mini series called um Who um the saga continues. It was ten parts and it looks like it's going to be a season two on Hulu where they showed how they invented the group and, um, you know, some of the stuff that was going on in their lives before they became a group. You know, a lot of them didn't get along with each other, were trying to kill each other, you know. But, um, you know, once they saw the bigger picture, they they became best of friends and, and decided if they wasn't, you know, if anything, they'll be, you know, business partners with each other for the bigger picture. You know, it ain't about... Um, standing out here in front of the projects for the rest of our lives, let's take this street stuff, you know, you from this hood, I'm from that hood, we don't like each other, but we could come together and make this song, and, you know, look where it took them to, you know, coming together, mm-hmm. get things done together, you know, back to that whole thing again. Um, I think that that's a very good little miniseries, even though I, I didn't like how it the first season ended, so I'm waiting for season two to come, but you know, um, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I don't watch a lot of that because um, Vio was saying when you look down in your hand, um, anytime you turn your phone off and you look at it, you're looking at the black mirror. That's the whole premise exactly. of that show. You know, if that's the black yeah. mirror. That's the scrying board that witches use. You could cast spells with people with this phone. You know, you could change their whole mindset. Right. You could put them in a whole nother world. Just with the image that comes across that, you know, once that light, once that black mirror turns light and you see what's there, you know what I'm saying, it could, it could change everything in your life. So uh, very important, this technology. Yeah, it is. And I, and I really believe that we are tech, we the ultimate technology, but maybe that'll be revealed one day. Uh, well, Bev, I think that it has um, by eugenics. They're studying us. We got the good genes. Exactly. So they've been yeah. studying us to make all this technology. They, they're duplicating exactly. what we do naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then they, yes. they want us to yes. feed into it like this is the only way to do it. You know, because we don't right. remember the way to do it naturally anymore. But 
with this sun, mm-hmm. we're supposed to remember it. That's just the way I, I think that we're supposed to remember it. We're coming online and they're trying to block us from mem- remembering it and bombarding mm-hmm. us with the way of doing it, you know? Cause, yeah, because the sun is like the download, right? You know how you be downloading the information and mm-hmm. and things like that. And the moon and Melody, has a lot to conductor. do with it, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did okay, you say something, bro? Emotions. Let me see. Somebody, hold on. I don't know. They, I would. They still both on the line. I don't know if they had something to say. I thought we was oh. at the end. We still got another half. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm thinking well, I'm we was getting. I'm thinking the lady was getting ready to I cut didn't... us off. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I had changed my own furniture around, so I can't see the cable box to see the time. Uh, but I, I'm going to go through a um, couple more things we spoke about. We spoke about blockchain. Blockchain is a okay. global list of records for blocks, which are linked using cryptography. Each block contains cryptographic hash, which is previous block has a timestamp of and a transitional, transactional data of. It's a digital database containing information such as records, financial transactions, medical records, prison records, birth and death records that can be simultaneously used or shared within large, decentralized, public, accessible networks. The blockchain will replace accountants, auditors, financial consultants, bankers, accounts receivable, accounts payable jobs, plus many more. This technology is going to be the, at, the heart, at the heart of this technology is Bitcoin and other virtual currencies. The blockchain is an open, distributed ledger that can record transaction between two parties efficiently and verifiably in a permanent way. Okay? And um like I said, this is the perfect technology for us. Because as a people, we um hold on one second, I'm sorry. Y'all can call in at 323-642-1586 and push 1 if you uh, want to join the conversation. Okay, Tucker. Okay, my phone was ringing. I'm sorry. But um, the blockchain will eliminate all of the the uckery that we do with each other all the time. You know, uh, I ain't going to trust such and such with my money because they're going to, you know, like all of that's out the, out the window. You know what I'm saying? With the blockchain, everything is done. We can all see it. We can see it move. We can see it grow. We can see it lose, you know. And we can do it together. No one's in charge of it. Once it's there, it's there. And the system is in charge of the transaction. And all of the things that need to be done will be done through that system. Therefore, no one's going to be able to steal from it. No one's going to be able to take it for their own personal gains or whatever. So, I think it'll make it a lot easier for us to do things in a crowd, knowing that it can't be cheated. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't mm-hmm. trust each other, fortunately. And sometimes, you know, right. you live in Detroit, I live in New York, those are big cities. You know you can't trust everybody, you know. they, they right. There's a lot of crooks. Yeah, so I think so that would be perfect kinda, for is us. It's kind of like... Um, Looking at your bank account, you know how you can go and check your bank account and make sure ain't nobody been in it and 
Is it something like that? Yeah, but even Boy, better, bank no one, people can get in that. This they one you can't can get that. into without okay. the person with the permission to get into it. So there's accountability, mm-hmm. right? So if we started a business, okay. let's just say we started a corporation or we want to, right, and we all going to mm-hmm. put $100 a month into it. Once we put it mm-hmm. on this chain, only the administrator of the account will be able to access that money. And you, we all know who that is. So if something happens, you right. can hold that person accountable, right? And then uh, we okay. all see it. And if we took some of that money and invested it into some stock and it grows, we'll see it as it grows and we could manage it and make decisions together and then that tell that person what to do and they do it, you know, that person who could access the account. And then um, mm-hmm. we take the money and we decide, okay, we're going to build a supermarket in Detroit. Then we take all the money out at the end of the year and, you know, everything is done on the block. So everything is seen. It's no one saying, oh, you took $200 or it's none of that. Can't steal. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's not real money. It's, it's all done through a digital currency. So it, it is nothing tangible to steal anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it takes that away. Um, and that was that. this is what is going to be replacing um, the old system. Why? Because you have this thing called smart contracts. And we went over this on the show, too. A computer protocol that facilitates these transfers of digital assets between parties under agreed-upon stipulations and terms. It's a similar traditional, similar to a traditional contract, in many ways including the definition of rules and penalties around the agreement, except for the fact it can be enforced upon the agreement obligations automatically. With blockchain technology and Bitcoin adoption, smart contracts are able to become popular in usage. Okay, and my personal prediction is the blockchain will eventually replace what we call the World Wide Web. Okay, because they're going to want to limit what to do on there, and the only way they could do that is by boxing you in and putting chains on you so that you only could do what you're able to do. You know, you only could see these sites. But they can see those sites, so you gotta put it in a blockchain to do that. But um, let let me open it, this line up, uh, talk most because we're getting. Let me open this mm-hmm. line, then you can finish. Um, four zero five five six eight four zero five five six eight. Peace, peace and love. Can I be heard? Peace, brother. Bell, what's yes. up, brother? Peace, brother Thomas, sister Bev, uh, Rio, and Kura. Peace to you. Um, I had a couple of real quick questions. I know we're short on time, but go ahead. Um, as far as the the blockchain, like um, I think a couple of weeks ago, I spoke on Doctor X show, and I was telling that brother, uh, Pianchi, Elder Pianchi, like um, what was that brother's name, Thomas? That you said that still probably does the tours to app like uh, Renoko, uh, Renoko Rashidi or something. Ashwa Crazy? Crazy? Hello? Hello? No? He must have got this. Your phone on mute? Oh, shit. My phone. Oh, my bad, y'all. My phone. We hear you. My bad. Yeah, I blacked out. My phone went out. I'm sorry. Uh, Where did I leave off? The Thomas. That brother that used to. uh, uh huh. 
Yeah, but Noko and Rashidi used to do those African tours. Yeah, yeah. And, and what you think that would run like six to ten thousand dollars? You know, yeah, maybe I, a I person. Yeah, I know someone that went on a tour. He said he paid five thousand five hundred dollars just for himself. Mm-hmm. So Him it, and his wife. Oh, okay, okay. That's not bad for two people, but I'm just saying it. No, no, no. We would have... They paid eleven thousand, but they both went. You know, it wasn't by yeah. themselves. Yeah, eleven thousand yeah. so, together. And if we were to get fifteen or twenty people together and purchase some land anywhere, instead of taking that trip to Africa, if we were to pull that money together and set up what, what we would call a trust, I guess it's kind of like a blockchain, correct? I mean, it's a certain type of. It's like a digital. It's a it's a paper blockchain instead of a digital blockchain. Am I correct? Yeah, uh huh. And you should be able to put whatever's in the blockchain in your trust. Exactly. So if we were to, and, and I think it was it was a it was kind of came off wrong because um you know people don't trust people, but if you got that blockchain, no, but everybody told, said that was a good idea. Everybody on the oh, line said that that was oh, okay. an excellent idea. Oh, okay. I thought it didn't go off good because you know how we, no. we do. Yeah, okay, good. Everybody but if we were to do that, so my, so my question is, like, with the blockchain, you kind of answered my question, but um, as far as, okay, yeah, you can see all the movements. You can see all the moving parts. Everything is transparent, but would uh, a certain uh, amount of people have to uh okay that certain transaction or can you make the transaction anyway and then everybody see it like nah that's foul or do you have to get permission from the collective to make said transaction that's what I was kind of worried uh, wondering about yeah so what you do is that's what I was just being a smart contract right so through the blockchain what they allow you to do is create these things called smart contracts so we're going to get into this thing together. We're going to sign a contract. And the stipulations of that contract gets entered into that block, right? So only this person can access it. That's part of the contract. You get what I'm saying? Only this person, or that's the only way it's going to work is through the way we enter that contract into that computer system or the block, blockchain. So, that's so that part would be the, Okay, mm-hmm. so that part would be like the trustees? Or the the chief financial officer, but digitally, with the smart contract. Yeah, exactly. Whoever you want to put in in charge of it, you know, you you run in a business, you hire someone if you want to to do it, you know. But if you want to be in charge of it, then you've been charge of it. But just based off the stipulations of that contract, now we could go to court with that con- smart contract if something goes wrong. So the safeguards is still there just like the regular system, you know what I'm saying? Because we know this whole system runs on contracts, you know? So let's just say yeah. I wanted to, I wanted you to, um, to grow some bud for me, right? I give you, me and you get into a smart contract. I say, all right, well, you know, I'm going to pay you $2,000 to do it. You get 500 up front, right? You know, and then, you know, at, uh, let me see it at 12 weeks. You know, send me a, a video of it. Once I get that video, you get another five hundred. Let me see it at twenty four weeks. You get what I'm saying? Send me a video of it. If I still like the way things is looking, you get another five hundred till we get to the final thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you deliver it to me. 
Now you get the last 500. Now you got the contract has been fulfilled. Now it opens up so you can get all that money. You couldn't touch it before the contract was fulfilled. You get what I'm saying? So that's how it kind of works. You know what I mean? And it eliminates the BS because if you don't do as it said, then you you out of the money. You know, you never had it to start with. So it's never a, a instance where someone could take your money from you. You know, it's always locked, safeguarded. And then even if they do, you could go to court. Mhm. Okay. Appreciate that. Thanks for answering my questions. Great show. And um, uh, I gotta do this before we get off. Um, when you was talking about the art and uh, coming in, you know, you never brought up that other word, brother. You know, when when can, okay, let me just artless. Artless. <laughs> oh, I forgot about artless. <laughs> artless. Can, that too, but can AI become artless? That's my question for you, yo. Never. No, it can never, never. have. AI, AI is art. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's only going to become more artful as it learns more on its own, and then it's going to surpass what they call human intelligence if it hasn't already. You get what I'm saying? It's just going to become about, more artful. What about if it malfunctions? What about if it malfunctions? During that malfunction, yeah. Could that be artless yeah. during a malfunction, during a glitch? Dang, man. <laughs> well, it's still not going to be artless, but it can malfunction, yeah. You know, anything made, man, made can malfunction, and it's not well, going to last forever, you know. The only, reason, the only reason I said <laughs> that was because you was asked a question about art imitating life or life imitating art, and I believe that they are synonymous. I think that yeah. they both feed off of each other. I think that you can't have art without being artless, and I think I the other way know. around as well. Oh, so you talk about artless and art. It's well, I mean, but well, that's imitating life. Okay, but life is artless. Life should, life is artless. We create art. I ain't going, that's why I say I'm not going down that road with you tonight, brother. <laughs> But I don't know. You said it called earlier. I know. <laughs> life, life is not artless, bro. Everything you do in life is art, man. Everything you do in life is art, man. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know. If you want to live an artless yeah. life, go to Pacwa New Guinea or something, man. Go live off the trees. <laughs> Throw some bows and arrows at people, man. Even that's art, yo. They got bows and arrows. That's, that's nice. art. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. You do it enough, you're going to get good at it. I still think but it's I'll, a duality. I think that that they do both. Art imitates life and, and vice versa. I think that they're definitely synonymous. And and it fuels each other. They both fuel each other. That's just my opinion. And then, man, you got to draw up some new contracts tomorrow, too, brother. I need to talk to you tomorrow, sir. Ah, right, hit me up, brother. Hit me up. <laughs> I will. Love y'all, man. Peace and love. Peace, brother. Thank right. you, man. Oh, Peace and love. I think art and life are synonymous. I think what we've been put here yeah. to do is to create art. And all this stuff they got us doing besides that, ain't helping us. we ain't doing nothing but helping create somebody else's art for them. You know what I'm saying? But, but, it's isn't, all, it, mm-hmm. but isn't art creation? I mean, that's what we are. We creators. Exactly. Art is creation. 
uh, well, the art. When I when I say art, right? I mean okay. Um, the we, we, the here's people, right? And, and we want to leave a mark. That's what I think everyone in the world of history had in common was how do you prove I was here? How do how do I live forever? Before there was a God construct, how do I become a God, you know? And you start building things, you know what I'm saying, that's going to live past you, you know, not just the child. That's natural. That's artless, right? Let's just say the mm-hmm. child is artless. You create the child, you know, but to create a, a, a pyramid, that's art, you know, that's going to live forever. That person well, is a God. We're still talking about in hotel. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the child. Now, you say the child is artless? Well, no, to create the child, to have that, to create the child, is artless. You know what I'm saying? I didn't take okay. any art to do. That's an artless creation, what I'm saying. Anything you create other than a child is art, right? Everything that people create. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why, why the child can't be art? I mean, to me, that's the ultimate art. Well, I don't know if it's an art to making children. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got a few, but I didn't need to. But I mean, if you look at the process, you know, if if you look, you know how they show the movie how the sperm had to fight to get in and what, and then how you know the process. I mean, that is art. Look at the tree of life, you know, and how and watch the baby start to form. I mean that is that's art. That's creating another life form. That and it, and it will live on forever because that's your DNA. You passing it to that baby is born. That baby gonna have some more babies and pass it on. So to me, that's just me. Maybe because I'm a mother, it just seemed like that's the ultimate art right there. But I understand what you're saying. Um, Art is that's defined as anything that's not created naturally. That's why I said it's artless because it's, it's oh, natural. Oh, you, you know? say not naturally. Yeah, like anything but you then, create well, wait out, a minute, of, wait out a of something minute. else, you know. Go ahead, Beth. If you th- if you thinking about if if you thinking about something, you created it mentally, right? First, and then yeah, you know you got to think about it. Head, so that's, that's naturally. That's, that's the artlessness that then, Mel is talking about. When you create it in your head, that's artlessness. Okay. Now, now I'm going to go and really create it. Now you're creating art. You get what I'm saying? Now I'm going to really create what I did in my head. And that's the ultimate The ultimate of humanity is to think something and then do it. You understand? Like, that's, but, that's the art. You get what I'm saying? You like, that's what you're it. here for. And you're, you created but you it artlessly. created it. Yeah, you but created you it. you created it mentally, but then when mentally. you did it, when you took it to another dimension, you took it from the spiritual to the matter, to the physical, then you put the, the energy to it, the vibration to it. But you created that. it. You created it mentally, though, and you just took it from one dimension to another dimension. I love how you just said it. So, yeah, you, the spiritual is artlessness that Mel's talking about, and the physical is art. So once you took it from the artlessness, the spirit, and put it into the physical form, now you created mm-hmm. art. 
feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, okay. You know, yeah, like you know, I I I got this idea in my head to make um you know this product, and you know I start sitting down and figuring out how to do it, you know, and actually right. applying the the skill and dexterity needed to do it, and then I do it, you know, that's art. Anytime you create art that helps make people's life easier, that's called technology. So any technology, all technology is something made to make your life easier. You know, it serves a purpose. Any art that serves a purpose other than just to be looked at, you know, um, is called technology. But you know what, I'm saying? what you call, okay, so what about art to, that you paint, a paint, a paint, but it makes you, it can make you feel a certain kind of way. So maybe that's mm-hmm. a different form of art. You still art. Like if you someone create this painting and you look at that, hey, just like when a movie. You know, a movie can make you cry, laugh. You know, it's still some form of art. That's why exactly what you're saying is why I said. That this the movement that's gonna get us out of this is gonna be an art movement. Everything's gonna have art, to be reflected okay. in the art in order for it to work. So the pictures, the painting, everything when it was the sixties and revolution, all the art that people made, everything was revolution. You know what I'm saying? It was, you know, civil rights. We want rights, we want freedom and everything reflected that. You know, when when black people were doing well. In this country, you had the Renaissance, the, you know, the Harlem Renaissance and all that stuff where they were created all this beautiful art and Langston Hughes with these beautiful poems and people were living good. And you know what I'm saying? It, it, art will always reflect, our life will always reflect the art we make. You get what, and that's, that's pretty much what you just said, hit it in a nutshell. Like, if you create the painting, the pictures, you know, that's why the rap I was telling you about earlier by him putting Hitler on that album cover, you forget that the stuff didn't sell here because nobody was, it was independent, no one promoted it. They built murals of him in in, in, um, in Europe because that was art to them. It was like, oh, you know, like that, that blew their mind. You know what I'm saying? It, that, that made him like a god to them, you know? It, it mm. was just the way that image made them feel because, you know, they love Hitler. He's the most, probably the most... But- but see, no person in I, I, I named mm-hmm. my dog Hitler, and and <laughs> when Lord. I would take my dog, <laughs> when I would take my dog to dog training, you should see how them people looked at me. You know, they hold expressions and they's like, "Well, what's your dog name?" I say Hitler, and <laughs> you know, they hold expression with say. <laughs> yeah, I always said I wanted two white dogs. I wanted to name one cracker, and the other one being. And go to the park oh, with my dog. Track the defense, you know what I'm saying? Call them. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, Mel could attest to that. I think I told him that before. But yeah, <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, but one one smart, one more thing uh, with these smart contracts in the blockchain, what it allow people to do is create uh, uh, what they call a um, a decentralized autonomous organization. Okay, or a DAO. D- a O, okay. So this is a corporation that we could set up, and we don't have any employees. Everybody works through smart contracts. You know what I'm saying? We, you could be halfway across the 
you could be in Detroit and you could run a, a business in New York, or you, everybody that's doing business with you is working through these smart contracts. And, you know, they can't get paid unless the work is done. So, you know what I'm saying? They they got to do the work to get paid, and you're running a whole multimillion-dollar corporation based off of these smart contracts with no employees, no overhead. You get what I'm saying? Like, if this could mm-hmm. be uh, something that can be done, uh, a group of us get together and figure out something that, you know, can operate that way. And just um, you know, brainstorm like they do. You know, we got some of these think tanks and say, yo, what business can we see working? You know, we could have the business in Phoenix, Arizona. We all over the. It could be a plumbing business, but that unless until we see that that contract was fulfilled, that plumber can't get paid. He's gonna make sure he does the work, and it's you know, once we get the okay from the people who you know he did the work for, he gets his chip, you know, the money put in his account and. You know, we contract mm-hmm. them for the next one. And you can run a whole business mm-hmm. or halfway across the country using these, this concept where everything is safe, everything's secure. You know what I'm saying? I was even saying, and I know we're running past time there, but um, the, the weed well, business. Well, no, she haven't cut us off. We must still got some time. Oh, okay. <laughs> the weed business is perfect for this concept because they allow each person in these states because, of course, you need a license to really be in business. Well, one person can have a license, but each individual citizen of that state is allowed to grow a certain amount of plants for their own personal consumption. So if they're allowed to grow eight plants uh, a month or whatever and, you know, you know, could have eight plants at a time, let's just say, and you could buy seven of them through a smart contract, you know, yo, you grow these seeds, you know, we come pick it up when it's done. And, you know, and like I was explaining with Mel earlier, uh, we get pictures at 12 weeks, 24 weeks, however we want to do it in the contract. You could run a whole business like that with no licenses because they don't need a license to grow their own weed. They're citizens, you know. So, you know, it's a whole lot of ways you could work these smart contracts that could, mm-hmm. you know, because it ain't going to be no jobs. Like, you know, it's not jobs like you go down and, you went in for an interview. No, you got you got to hustle to get work done. You got to get these contracts. You know, learn a skill, and you know if, it, if it's something that a right. robot can't do, you know you better learn how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, yeah. So that's called the DAO, like I was saying, and um, it's an um investor directed venture capital fund. So just by us being in it, we're rich. We're venture capitalists. Okay, DAO's objective is to provide new decentralized business model for organizations, both commercial and nonprofit enterprises. They are companies, corporations, foundations, organizations, agencies, etc., operating without any employees, managers, or even products. The company that runs on a code of smart contract protocols. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You could be a, you could make an extra x amount of money. Actually, if you think about it, it's kind of like Uber. You know, you, you contracting with mm-hmm. Uber, they tell you to go pick this person up until you, you show that you've done it, then you don't get paid for that job. You know what I'm saying? You're contracting mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Sort of like that. Right. Like everything worked that way. Um, I'm going to just go down this list real quick. Since we didn't cut us off yet, RFID chips, we talked about that. Radio frequency identity, that's what RFID stands for. 
technology that uses tiny computer chips to track items as such as customers, commodities, personal records, financial data at a distance. And in some European countries, that they require all their citizens to get an RFID chip. This this is um required for them to be able to access their personal information, their health information, their financial information. Without it, they can't survive in those countries. You know what I'm saying? So your whole paycheck, everything goes on that chip. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how they buy illegal stuff, but <laughs> uh, cryptocurrency. Um, it's a digital asset designed to work as a function and function as a medium of exchange with strong cryptography to secure financial transactions, controlling the creation of additional units, and to verify the transfer of assets. Cryptocurrencies use decentralized control as opposed to a centralized digital currency or a central banking system. Okay, so ain't no regulation. The decentralized control of the cryptocurrency works as a distributed ledger technology, typically a blockchain that serves as a public financial transaction database. So once again, cryptocurrency, uh, what they added into the last market um, of industrialization was capital. And the new market, what they're introducing is cryptocurrency. Okay, the most popular one, Bitcoin. uh, The difference between Bitcoin and well, we could get into it. Bitcoin is a mined coin. You mine it. You have to um, use your computer, to a bunch of computers, to figure out complex algorithms. And once it undecodes them, they slide a coin in your account. Okay. And um, it's not a lot of the coins left, so it's harder and harder to do it. And you need more and more computers to be able to figure it out. So you can forget about it. Um, uh, but it doesn't have a central administrator. Is the money can be sent only to user to user, peer to peer. You know what I'm saying? For it's no intermediaries, there's no taxes, there's none of that stuff. There's none of those creepy hands creeping in, and you're not dealing with the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. It's straight, you're dealing with the internet. Okay, but you're still dealing with the same people because who created the internet? <laughs> right. You got Libra. Right. Libra is going to be Facebook's coin, unlike the. Um, Bitcoin that's mine, Libra's minted, which is, means it's just going to be like your dollar bill. They could just make more when they want to. Um, and uh, this, to me, is going to be bad. Uh, Libra is going to be comprised of 100 of the top companies that's going to allow you to use their coin to buy their products and to get their good, you know, use their services. So um, once these 100 companies join them, Libra Association, it's going to make them the 100 strongest companies in the world, you know, and I, I'm just totally against this product here. Um, government still hasn't passed it through, um, but it's called Facebook Libra Coin. Um, and it's, uh, I think um, Zuckerberg has a couple more rounds to go to the impeachers to um, <laughs> figure out if they're going to allow him to do it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. So I never, what is they I'm trying gonna, to do? Uh Replace the Federal Reserve, the fiat money? Yes, I believe so. They want to replace the fiat money um, with a whole new rebooted system of this cryptocurrency. Um, And through the cryptocurrency, it's going to work a lot like China. Um, they, They have their own. China doesn't use cash in China. Everything is done through an app on their phone. You know what I'm saying? If the paycheck goes to this app, they're able to buy their food with this app. They're able to do everything with an app on their phone. 
there's no cash, really. You no know, one's going there pulling out dollar bills. And, oh, let me get that. No, nah, it's none of that. You know, they're totally different, and that's where we're moving to. Now, the, the um, uh, we're not going to – to me, I can't see them totally doing away with cash in America because it's just too much illegal stuff to buy with cash. But, you know, mm-hmm. if they crash, if they crash the system, you know, which is why everyone talks about this crash. I'm like, this is going to be a controlled crash. They're just going to replace it with this new currency. You know, it's not going to be like you're going to suffer. You're not going to starve. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go from having dollar bills in your pocket to going there and um, showing them your phone and when you go to get groceries. Instead of pulling out the dollar bills, you just scan your phone over the thing. And it... Yes, go ahead, man. Ain't it like that now with us? It's, I mean, you you very seldom go in the store and see a person uh, using cash. You know, everybody pull out their credit card. Socially conditioned us, see? They got us ready for it already. Mm-hmm. This is how they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, socially conditioned us. At- the ATM team, you don't deal with a banker no more. You deal with a machine. Socially conditioned. I, yeah. I'm not standing online in the bank. When I could just go pull the money off out the machine real quick, you know, it's it's making it more convenient to the point where, you know, that that's all you have is machines. They don't took the tellers out most of the bank. They just put a little room with three ATM machines, and that's it. You know, the bank is gone. Yeah. You can't even go talk to nobody. You know, it's just getting you conditioned. I remember, right. Mm-hmm. Cause back in the day, we used to have the people had to, you know, wait. The people who were getting welfare checks and stuff, they had to wait on the checks. If you got a job, you know, you go pick your paycheck up. But now everything is direct deposit, you know. Your money go directly to your bank. And the welfare people, money go directly to, the, you know, it's all, they're taking away the money part. Absolutely, you get your EBT I mean, uh, card. The fiat part. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even. They already took away the fiat, right? They first they gave you the white food yep. stamps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They came with yep. the EBT card, which just made it easier. And then pretty soon, yep. it's just gonna. I mean, everyone talks about RFID chips, and I understand how they use it in Europe, but to me, the technology that the U.S. got. They, they just gonna need your face. That's it. They ain't gonna need no chip. They ain't gonna they gonna see you and know it's you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. That's it. You pay for it. You know you are here. I can access my account with my face by using my face as the biometric measure. They can access my block on the chain and take my money out, and the transaction was all accounted for. And I just go on about my day, and I get on the bus. It's just looks at me and I just walk through and it takes the two dollars off the two seventy five fare, you know what I'm saying, out my account through the mm-hmm. block thing. Yeah. It's just gonna constantly work that way. You're not gonna pull out no cash. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that's gonna affect to me is illegal businesses. I don't see how people gonna get high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they they making it legal. They making it legal now. That's why you ain't gotta go to Pookie to get no weed. You just go to the dispensary. You know, we got them the everywhere here. I ain't talking about the weed people. I'm talking about these the, the fiends out here, man. They gonna get they fixes, oh. man. They gonna take crack away from the crackheads. Are you serious? Some people gonna go crazy. <laughs> man. 
You know, well, they gonna have to find. They have to find some other kind of way to uh, to get high, another form. And and I'm noticing the supermarkets when you go in the supermarkets. I'm noticing that there's more people standing in line with the, you know, the 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 one that don't have a cashier there that you just do your mm-hmm. credit card and it's got a camera right there and you just mm-hmm. put your, you know, swat. I'm seeing more people in that line than the line with the cashier. Yep, because you do it faster by yourself. But uh, my man, Brother mm-hmm. Brad, he always says he refused to go to that line. He said, man, I'm already paying them. Why would I pay them to, to do their job for them? I'm like, I get you. I feel you. <laughs> you paying them to bag your bag for you, and you know, you now they watch you wanting to do it. Bring it up to and yeah, but <clears throat> yeah, that's that's all getting us prepared for this cashless society where you yeah. deal with a person at a cashier. <clears throat> In Boston, they got buses with no drivers. So what they started oh, doing in um, New York, right? And I don't know if they did this. Do you catch the bus in Detroit? If you ever catch the bus wherever y'all live, I don't nah, know if they do this, but they here. put this big, like, bulletproof booth. Like, so when you walk into the bus, the bus driver is totally cut off. Like, you you can't talk to him. You can see him, but you can't talk to him. It's a big bulletproof booth there. I said, well, that's just to get you used to not having no interaction with a bus driver anymore. So when they don't have a bus driver, there's no big deal. You know what I'm saying? Because well, they, it's just they social do conditioning. They do do they? Okay, yeah. They getting you prepared. They yeah. getting people prepared for that yeah. time where, you know, because I, I used to get on the bus, and if it was the bus driver I saw all the time, me and him have a conversation before I go sit down, you know what I'm saying? And that's done, you know. And they say, oh, it's for the bus driver's safety. You know, like, I ain't seen hmm. too many bus drivers getting killed. One got punched in the face one day. That was about it. Now y'all put bulletproof yeah. glass in those buses and just to get you prepared for not dealing with a person there. Same thing with easy pass. Hmm. You know, you just go through. Getting you prepared for self-driving and just no person there. It's just getting you ready for this jobless society. Um, schools, you see a lot of schools now with my kids' school, right? I can't check none of their homework. I don't know what they doing in school because the way really? they all went through their laptop, right? So I had to buy this laptop for the, the school, from mm-hmm. the school, and then I got mm-hmm. twins, so it was two. And then uh, okay. they they um, they get their homework through the laptop. As soon as they answer mm-hmm. the question, it goes to the teacher. You can't go back and fix it. You can't change anything. So, you know, it's like mm. it's time. Everything they do is time. So once they click go, you know, they got five minutes to finish this assignment. They might have 20 assignments, you know, and they're just trying to get it done in the time period that they need to get it done. Right. And I can't sit there and look, you know, once they hit, that's the answer is gone. I can't see the question. I can't do it. So it's like it totally took us out of dealing with their school. All we deal with is if they have a behavioral problem, they'll call us, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, you know, as far as um, their grades and things, you don't go see a teacher. Mm-hmm. Teachers might have heard that. They, you you got to access this um, this app on your phone from the school, and then you can see their grades in real time and, you know, what if they did their assignments and everything right right off the bat. But there's no more dealing with a teacher. You know, they're already getting wow. used to that. 
You know what I'm saying? They make getting into schools in New York so hard. I got to take my shoes off. I got to take my belt off. It's like I'm getting on an airplane. Mm. So I I try to avoid going to that school at all costs. Like, I ain't doing all that to go to talk to no teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got you know, it so like it prison, too. Got it like prison. That's what my kids got to go through every day just to get into mm. school. Uh, and this is supposedly one of the best, but that's how all the schools are in New York, which is why I don't understand why I got all these school shootings when they should just do the same thing. <laughs> like, you know, that's they, what you I got, put the metal detect, yeah. treat them like they us. You know, that's how y'all treat us, yeah. and we ain't even shooting nobody in school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, get, make them go through the whole ringer. You know what I'm saying? Any more um, people on the line, Gabriel? I know it's late. Uh, no, no, ain't no more people on the line. Oh, okay, no problem. Well, we could pick up next week. Oh. Hopefully, Ramona be there. That'll be great because okay. I think that that'll be like the last Friday of the year, so we could, you okay. know, uh, finish off. I only got a couple more things that you know. I know he had a lot that he spoke about, so he could pretty much, you know, do all of that. And, um, you know, probably even talk about some of the events. I mean, there's so many events this year um, that took place. It was like, man, you know, we lost some people. I remember Bushwick Bill died. Um, my man Withers, what's my man's name? Uh, the comedian, Bing, 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 Bing. Um, Pops from um, Marlin. And oh, yeah, Witherspoon or something. Witherspoon, yeah. yeah, he passed. Uh, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was a few people that passed. I can't remember everybody offhand, but um, you know, so yeah, we could do a end of, end of the year show. Uh, of course, we had okay. the impeachment to end the year, which was nonsense, ain't going nowhere. Uh, but Bab, right, I love you. Right. Love the family <laughs> calling in. Okay. Uh, my number, uh, my you. email is tjs tjs eight one two seven seven at gmail. TJS81277 at Gmail. Thank you, guys. Now, what's your app? What's your app that someone want to send a donation for your research? Oh, okay. Um, I do have a cash app. I never um looked at the number <laughs> name of it. Um, so hold on. <laughs> I, I had to set I it know, up. I like saw to send my daughter on, money uh, at college. It's easier I for me just to send it through the cash app. Is it bosses or something? Um, something yes. Like, oh, cash app. It's cash app forward slash dollar sign bosses eight one two seven seven. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, Tugmos, again, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to bring this valuable yes, information to us, and I look forward to next week. So peace and yes, love ma'am. to you and peace your family. Love to you too, Yes, ma'am. Okay. A wife, All right. My wife had a Christmas party. I'm about to check on her. Like, what you doing at Christmas party this week? Well, go ahead, baby. <laughs> okay. Peace and love. Peace and love, family. Talk to peace, you peace. Uh, Sunday. Throughout my life, no matter what I've done, you've been merciful, and your love endures. Yes. Yeah. Through all things, for that, I am eternally grateful. Since my date of birth, brought you nothing but hurt. 
Play-Dohs, video games, stole chains from your purse, sat on a cold core bench till I was arraigned in your skirt. Saw the pain in your face, still you maintain the smirk. All you did was motivate, don't let them hold you back. What I do, I turned around and I sold you crack. I was the bastard for that, still I'm drowning in shame. Just remember one thing now, you're not to blame. You was newly separated, trying to escape your world. And through my thirst, I didn't help you, I just made things worse. I hated me and everybody that created crack. Had me thinking the newest kicks and the latest gas. Still haven't apologized, so please play this back. While I try to come to terms with such a heinous act. You know in more than one way, cocaine numbs the brain. All I did was think about how the funds once came. Then I ran across this memory and it stung the brain. How can you ever destroy the beauty from which one came? That's the savage. You the reason why me and these beats make a marriage. Why I rhyme above average and I ain't shit. Glad you got yourself together. No thanks to me. Strong and beautiful the way things should be. You must love me. And fighting continued As I plundered through your stuff And snuck your clothes to school Got intense, real intense As we got older Never believed it would lead To me popping one in your shoulder With my rings Knew you had it Cause you took too long As Mickey, Annie and the girl That bought it looked on Puffing and puffing Gun in my hand Told you step outside Hoping you said no But you hurt my pride Made our way down the steps Maybe you thought it was just a threat Or maybe your life was just that crazy And you was begging for death Try to justify this in my young mind But the adrenaline and my ego hurt combined Drove me berserk Saw the devil in your eyes High off more than we Confused I just closed my young eyes and squeezed What a sound Open my eyes just in time to see you stumbling to the ground Damn, what the fuck I done now? Running around in the circle Thinking I'm ass out High gun burning my waist Ran straight to jazz out Like a stranger Damn, I just shot my nigga And ran up into the night As if it was not my nigga Left the scene How could I go out that way? Still you act to see me in the hospital The next day You must love me Thank you. 